Sounds like audio crisp. This is the North End. This is the North End. Welcome to the North End Podcast, where three Canadians talk about English soccer. Today I'm blessed with the usual suspects, Mr. Paul Clumber. Yeah, sure. That was good. Sure, there we go. Usual Suspects is also a great movie. Yeah, fantastic. Guys so you, guys, you, guys are, you guys are one one person now because you you're related. Nice. Well, not related. We do have a, a well, fish, the I Forest mean, Brothers. The Forest a weirdly brothers. significant amount of things in common. That's true. That's true. You do, and you you share you share the, la- the same last name. No, no my mother's maiden indirectly name. romantic story. First time I met this guy was across the street at the Pizza Pizza. That's Ooh, true. Three really? in the morning. I don't think it was this part of the city. Did you guys oh, share? Oh yeah, it was. Did was you guys? Yeah. Did you guys share? I remember a slice? because I was like, "Who the fuck is this asshole?" I was loaded. <laughs> did you share a slice? That's the question. No, no. I, I just came from a concert. I did was not like him. I think you guys hated each other. I know. I was like, "What this guy fucking? Yeah. What's his not, problem?" Not much has changed, He's even so though territorial even though you guys love friends. United. I am asshole, gentlemen. How, what do you what do you think? Uh, thoughts on the weekend? You know how we feel about it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know what? Not great for me, but good for the good for the league. Good for the 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 supporters of many teams who are not united. So whatever. Fuck it. Well, yeah, we have some guests today that we'll we'll get into that with later on, which will be they'll be they had a good weekend. Oh yeah, they did. Oh yeah. Uh, let's do week uh, week summary. Let's bring there. people on that can brag when we all fucking suck. That's great. <laughs> Perfect for things. All right, let's let's all right. start with the pain. Uh, Southampton at home hosting Manchester United, one each. Yikes! Uh, Southampton on a red. When when did that happen? What, 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 what? Uh, yeah, I think it was like the seventy third minute. So I, my take on this is that I didn't hate the lineup. I didn't hate the effort. We just could not capitalize on the chances that we were making, and we weren't making enough chances. Uh, I didn't love how that goal was conceded. I think it's uh, you know time to maybe start looking at Axel as being a guy who maybe should deserve a chance to play. But uh, I've seen United play worse, and I've been more upset about draws in the past than yeah. I was that game. I'm still slightly optimistic that I'm seeing signs of improvement. It just felt like we have this really like defined issue that I don't know how we fix it with the personnel we currently have of creating opportunities while dominating possession. Yeah. Well, you need creative players, but to go back to your point earlier, Victor, Victor Lindelof's not the guy we talked about it last week. I don't think he's ever going to be the guy. He needs to win that header in the box. That's Harry Maguire. He wins it and the ball's out. You need a big, strong guy who's going to go in and win those. He left them alone. Guy jumps up, taps it in. Maybe it's time for Tuan Zibi to come in. And then for the forwards, these guys aren't good enough. No. They're not good enough. They're not. And that's the bottom line. It's going to be a rough season. They're going to scrape away. It's, it's going to be the same thing with Chelsea. Maybe Arsenal. We don't know. It's going to be a battle for that spot. And it's not going to be pretty. And this is I another mean, example. We can get into that. Thank that, God, with thank the next God game too, nobody though. else seems to be doing that well. Yeah, exactly. But speaking yeah. of which, Chelsea, Chelsea at home to Sheffield. 2-2 two, two, two. Two draw. Kicking the nuts if you're a Chelsea fan. Yeah, own goal to uh, to draw the draw the game. At the Good, end. Okay, the, the best Four. sign in this game, Tammy Abraham, two goals right off the bat. Everyone says who's going to score the goals this year? He looks sharp, looking sharp, putting the yeah. ball in the net. You're up two 0 You can't be conceding another two to Sheffield. It's, yeah. it's very similar 
to the United situation, this is going to be a rough season for these guys. Yeah, they didn't. They weren't able to bring anybody in though. So it was. I, it was very similar to the Leicester game. They started really well. First 15, 20 yep. minutes looked very strong. They yeah. were very attacking. Uh, yep. You know, you're going, oh crap! Chelsea look really good, and they just faded. I don't know if it's a fitness issue. It seems to me like they aren't playing at the level that they are uh, consistently at the same level that they start at to they finish at, and they get really tired. Towards I think the they end. have a bit of a personnel issue too. I think similar to our agree, yeah. complaints yep. about United's back four. Like you look at. Zuma's not a like he's just he's just not good enough. Eighty ninth minute OG from Zuma. He's, he's that pretty ugly. Yeah, yeah. stings. Yeah. yeah, and Tammy's an interesting point, but like, guy scores two goals against a team he played all of last season because yeah. they were both down the divisions. Yep. I just don't know if he is that guy. He's gonna score goals against actual Premier League defenses. Yeah, yep. I don't know. We'll right. see. Uh, Crystal Palace at home to Villa. This is an interesting one because uh, the Villa boys that have been on here before, yeah. they yeah. share a supporters club. I know with Crystal Palace. We were weren't, weren't I was were there. you there? Yeah, I stopped Paulie by. Was there, I believe I stopped by. It was weird. It was uh, it was like <laughs> seventy seventy five percent Aston Villa. Like, was it like a funeral like, at the end? Not percentage. Like seventy five like people wearing Aston Villa stuff, and then tucked away in the corner quietly, trying to avoid eye contact. Is like ten maybe Crystal Palace fans. Oh really? Did Coexisting they go, together. Did they go bananas? Uh, so I was there for that exact part. They lost their shit. They went fucking bananas. You're talking about the end? The end Obviously. when they drew. And then the very Horrible slow, referee. dawning Horrible. moment where it was, what, you're calling it back? And then they showed the replay, and then they realized he called it back for diving, which is the worst call I've ever seen in my it's life. Unbelievably And call. then they got, they got just as loud as when they scored the goal, but it was a totally different energy. Of course. <laughs> Shocking call from the referee, though. Absolute oh, bullshit. Maybe the worst the, one of the season. It's, uh, if you watch the replay, it's just it's, what the hell. He's and he's he's right there. He's looking yeah. right yeah. at it. I, I'm. Sh- I, it's just baffling to me that a referee can call that. Let's let's quick recap, folks. Here's basically what happens: player for Aston Villa drives into the box, dinks around a few guys, has a leg shoved out at him, and jumps around the leg in order and solely in order to get the ball he has at his feet over to a player on the other side of him through the box. Which he does. Which he does. It does happen. Very nice. Successfully. <laughs> he dives over a leg, which is still, like, it's arguably, like, that's still, there's contact about to come, so he's jumping to protect himself, but he's doing it squarely to get the ball off his foot into somebody else's path. Yeah. And they call it back for diving. He also gets up immediately. It's yeah. not like he, no he dives in and looks back no at the effort. referee going like, hey, give me a ring. Here, Just, you know? It's like the it's referee decided that he knew better that what his intentions were. Yeah. And that, decided that like I, you, I want to be the star of the show. It was a referee deciding he was the star of the show. Which they often do. That ref be should be doing some championship games for about a month before sure. he gets another crack. More than that. Because that was embarrassing. Was garbage. Right. We move on. Leicester City. Oh, boys, Leicester. Looking good, Leicester at the moment. 3-1 hosting Bournemouth. I mean, it's Bournemouth, but they're still looking good. Vardy with a couple of goals. That Vardy's first goal, that was uh, classic Vardy. Your boy Tillemans off the mark here. Tillemans was looking good. He was. He was in my team. He looked crap the first few games. He wasn't very good. He looked good in this game. He looked a little bit more like he did last season, for sure. Unpopular opinion. Leicester could be battling for that fourth spot. I think they could be easily. That's not unpopular. I think it's... Rational. I mean, you know, look at the side they have. Look at the the depth in the squad. And you look at the manager. manager. The manager's, you know, he's a winner despite whether you love him or hate him. Yeah. You know, he's got he's got the skills to to get that team to playing at that level. So I could see them easily getting. Into the it's top hard six. for me to get mad about that because I used to like I love them. Like when they made that run, 
Yeah. How is that hard for you to get mad at? You're a Man United support for fuck's sake. They're like a Disney story, man. I, I, I know. He but likes he likes his stories outside of his. Own I know, but he should he's, a wolf, his, he's a wolf supporter at the same time. Why? Why is your Ruben Neves supporter? <laughs> for so long, United won so often it got boring. So I for I, who? I fucking loved it. I like. <laughs> of course you did. I like these other side stories where it's just like another team you can root for that may may lose. We all love the Leicester story unless you were Brian or a Spurs fan. <laughs> it's great. Fucking but, awful. Not rooting for them in top four over no, us, but if it's shit. them over, like you know, Arsenal. I'll or... tell you, I once root for a, a plucky little team called Spurs. Yeah, I had a season where I liked those guys. Well, there they were. They were nice to watch. They were plucky. What are you gonna do? Uh, big surprise in this next game: Manchester City at home hosting Brighton, smashing the fuck out of them four 0 Yeah, shocked. I mean, I mean shocked. What, what do you really want to say? De Bruyne starting off the season well. Aguero. No reason to talk. Are those about guys this. good? Are they any good? Is this team any good? Yeah, I good for my fantasy team. Yeah, that's about it. I mean, they're, they're going to walk the league. Yeah. Well, well, Liverpool, yes, I think, are going to be right If there's there. a thing to talk about, yeah. if there's a thing to talk about, Laporte is now out for a significant chunk of the season. Yeah. Oh, that's a good call. Good that's, call. That's yeah. not a, a position. But they don't I, really have they, to defend very much. They don't have to, but they don't have a lot of depth. It's fucking And silly. they play out of the back. They don't yeah. have a lot of depth. They play out of the back. It just takes Otamendi or Stones to get injured, and then they're start, They're going to have to start throwing Fernandinho in the back. Well, you got to remember, company's not there anymore. No, I get it. But all that depth he just talked about. Oh, they're going. Oh, they're going. Oh my God, they're going to have to put Otamendi in there. Oh, oh my God, they're going to have to put Fernandinho there. I named two like, center backs, and they, then I, they, I named a midfield player. That's they are, not I know, but they are pretty is, good center backs. Yeah. You mentioned Fernandinho could play are, that position comfortably. Who are Stones specifically gets injured. All right. Yeah, but he's still good. We don't need to talk about. Not worried much. about it yet. Just saying, Laporte's going to be injured for a significant amount of time. This yeah. could be the start of things that happen. I think they said three months. Actually. I hope you're right, yeah. <laughs> but we'll see. Uh, Newcastle at home to Watford, one each. Here's my thing: Watford have had a shitty start to the season, but Newcastle have been doing better than I thought. Yeah, I would say the same. Yeah, I don't know. Like, Watford have lost the plot. How long is that manager going to last at Watford? He's, I'd say he's the first one first on manager one watch. Yep. So, I don't know. I mean, there's not much else to say about it. But yeah. the, the Peacock had a bunch of Aston Villa guys and Crystal Palace in the back room. Yeah. At, like, kind of at the front bar. There's like 10 or 15 Newcastle guys. And they threw so much shade at the Aston Villa guys. Come on. Yeah. Holy shit. All game. Really? It was awesome. Just taking the piss? Love yeah. that. That's fantastic. I have a feeling this next one's going to come up maybe a little bit later on. Yeah, we're, we'll get into this the details of this for sure with, yeah. the, with the lads when they come on uh, momentarily, but uh, yeah. a great result. West Ham 2, Norwich uh, nil. Looking good. After uh, the smashing they took in week one, these guys are starting to look all right. I like their lineup. They're starting to look like a team. Pellegrini's got them going. Uh, but again, we'll we'll spend a lot more time. Yeah, let's on get that into the later. details when the, we get the lads on for That's sure. Right. No. Uh, big shocker on this next one too. Burnley at home to Liverpool, three 0 The only interesting thing to talk about this game is when Sadio Mane was substituted, and he started having a meltdown towards Salah. Oh yeah. What the fuck was that? He was having a meltdown. Well, uh, he, you know, there's about three upset. three moments in the game where he should have been given the ball, and that game would have finished six nil. Because Salah was selfish as well. Oh, I think that's what he was saying. Oh, He's that's like, exactly. Dude, what he was you guys, yeah. absolutely Every, for for, yeah. for good reason. I think. Yeah. You know, but like, then he substitute him. It's like yeah, man. instead of Salah, Salah should have been substituted for him being selfish, and yeah. then Monty came off and didn't. You know, he wasn't happy. Yeah. But, Whatever um, they're they're they look as good as City to me at the moment. You never both know with those, that, both those teams cracking on from where they look. That's probably a fair comment. Like you can see a situation where Klopp just says, "I need you to be more selfish," knowing that he needs Salade. Like that guy, once he gets up to speed and starts getting momentum behind him, he scores goals for fun. That's true. So he might have been told, you know, just don't worry about it. Just get some selfish into you and, and like get yourself firing. And 
that might explain the, the, the uncharacteristic amount of selfish displays he was doing. So apparently it was all laughs in the room afterwards, but you know what? Monty's probably saying, hey, dude, I scored some fucking goals too. Yeah. I mean, they shared, the, they shared the, the golden boot last season, right? Yeah. So I, I get it. Um, Everton at home hosting Wolves. This Everton. was a cracking game. <laughs> maybe. Well, we'll talk about this next one. But uh, maybe one of the best games of the week. 3-2 uh, for Everton. Yeah, it was a madcap game. Yeah. Scored, scored, late, scored late to get the winner as well. Yep. Yeah. Uh, the, the only thing I don't like about that game is that one of the goals was just a sheer bonehead moment between a defender and a goalkeeper. Yeah. And I don't like when it's a 3-2 and there's like that one question mark of, wow, what, what could this game have been if it wasn't? It just kind of adds to the the game a little bit. I know, I just, yeah. I don't... Talking did, talking points. We all you, we all did, love talking did points. Did you still have Richarlison in your fantasy team? I fucking didn't. <laughs> 15 points lost. Did that. you pull him out? I pulled him out before the fucking... Because he was shit for Who'd you pull in? Well, he benched uh, him. I put, Thielem, I put Thielemans in. Which uh, at was, least you got still a goal. Was, I still got points, but yeah. Jimenez still scoring too. And like, yeah, he looks good. These are two good teams. That, that's a good Wolves team. Wolves haven't won yet, though. I think I Wolves know. are being affected by the, uh, the Europa. How many games have they actually played? Like three. I know, I but in in Europa they have yeah over and above on Thursdays okay, they have to qualify yeah. for oh Europa. for qualifying yeah. and they're not playing weak yeah. teams they're playing their full like so they're yeah. their best like that's why they like a team that spent so much time last season playing the same exact eleven is starting to rotate they're one spot off the relegation yeah they're they're seventeenth right now I don't know that that four means games. a lot I don't it's know four games means. yeah exactly but um, yeah I mean listen good result for Everton. And then this next one, this is a big one, and we're going to hear about it. And this was the game of the week. Arsenal at home hosting Tottenham Hotspur. Arsenal yep. 2, Spurs 2. And you know who we're going to hear from right now, folks? Our resident Spurs man, Brian Ireland. Yeah, uh, I'm going to use the tropes, the usual tropes. Tale of two halves. I thought Spurs were really good in the first half, counterattacking. I think uh, Arsenal had more of the ball. Um, the Arsenal look really good. We've we've won once there in like thirty years. It's you know 20, I think it's twenty seven to be realistic, but it, it's been a long time since we've done anything in that uh, in that ground. Um, but we we played really well on the counter. Fantastic first goal. Uh, I think Leno probably shouldn't have fumbled the ball out, and uh, you know Erickson was there to finish it. Harry Kane, uh, fantastic finish on the on the on the uh, PK, which you'd expect from him, which he does every every bloody time. They scored just before and before the end of the first half, and uh, it was uh, it changed the game. The momentum changed completely yeah. in that moment, and I knew going into the second half that we were going to be under the caution. It was going to be diff- very very difficult to get anything out of this game. I was I I had predicted, as you know, previously from the uh, last week's episode that we were going to we were going to lose this game. Um, I expected to, and uh, we got a we got a draw at a, at a ground where we normally don't get a. A result at all, so I think it's a, it's a good result despite being two nil up. Being two nil up on any ground and then coming home with with just the one point is disappointing. But uh, it was it was uh, it was it was a fun game. North London derbies, man, they're just it's just back and forth. Great game to watch, man. Yeah, it yeah. was entertaining as it didn't shit. Didn't want his end. Yeah, like if you're neutral in that I would, game, I would, I would like you're loving it. Seen a winner out of that game, but it was a great game to watch. Yeah, if I, I, most people who are most my friends who support Spurs like hate this game. It's like the the worst game to watch because of the stress. Like going into the game, you're just like fuck, 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 fuck. Like the entire time is like it's incredibly difficult to to think about to deal with. And I'm sure Arsenal fans are the same. But for the neutral, this game is just like wow, because it was it was you know not a lot of very good defending, a lot of very good uh, you know going forward, and 
it was it was fun to watch uh, from that perspective for sure. So how do you feel about them now, like moving forward? I know like the way they've been playing in the last couple of months, the statistics. They're not. I think we did really well in this game compared to where we were, but there's a long way to go. I still think that that, that this is last year's team. Like Lacelso came on in you know the 70th minute or 75th minute. Onamelli didn't play. Ryan Sissonian didn't play. So these players are supposed to refresh your squad haven't really done that yet so we're still playing with last year's really last year's early team. days yeah so i do think you know when we when they play us at our, at our ground i think that'll be i think you'll see a much different game and i think we'll be a much different team at that point unless of course injuries uh become a problem hopefully they won't yep all right and that was the week folks where does that take us paul well as is our custom we we uh we revisit our predictions from the week before. God, I have no idea. I have no idea how I did either. Every week we predict the outcome of a game and we keep an ongoing scoring system season after season. And the point systems for this game work as follows. If you get the correct winner or a draw, you get one point. If you get the correct score, you get an additional two for a total of three. Participating in this ongoing season-long battle, the three of us, sometimes a guest, uh, and always, Lady Margaret Forrest, my own dear mother, who uh, knows <laughs> exceptionally little about football, but is the reigning champion. One so, last year. Uh, it's embarrassing. Yeah. Cannot tell you enough, guys. If you're listening to us because you're placing bets on our picks. Don't do it. We are not Don't. experts. Don't do it. Yeah. We're correct. Don't do it. Go so, on, then. Here we go. The scores for this week are as follows. In dead last, with a grand total of... Three points. Brian Ireland. You got three. Oh, I've been horrible this season so far. I haven't got anything close to anything. Hordidable. Lady Margaret Forrest follows close behind with seven points. That's not, that's not close at all. That's like also much that's more than double <laughs> your points. Struggling to make an impact this season, Lady Margaret. Showing herself to be a real fluke. Correct. Making me feel real nice. Good. That's that's clever. So the winner this week. With a total of 12, beating second place with a total of 10, is in fact Mr. Forrest, David Forrest. David yes. Conver, you're the winner. I needed that. So we're 2 2. I think we're tied. Yeah, 2 2. Yeah. Yeah. And I got nothing. And you got the big goose egg, the big Money fat home. nada. That's embarrassing. Well, I know, gentlemen, it four is, games right. in. It's, it's big, shockingly bad. Big zero. Yeah. You'll get there. All right. So guys, we're going to take a little break here and remind our listeners about a few things. Firstly, we'd love it if you took a second, if you haven't already, to subscribe to the show. Whether you're on Apple or Android, when you click that button, you will be notified when a new episode is released so you don't miss anything. Also, if you want to get in touch with us, email us at thenorthendpodcast@gmail.com. We're also on Twitter at thenorthendpod1 and Instagram at thenorthendpod. Now back to the show. Welcome back to the North End Podcast. Uh, we'd like to welcome from the Toronto Hammers... Rob and Dan, gentlemen, welcome. Good Hello, evening, guys. Gents, nice. welcome. Thanks, thanks nice for coming, you guys. Appreciate having you guys here. Thanks yeah. for your time tonight. Nice. So, uh, first question: uh, Obviously, why West Ham? Uh, by your accents, I can tell probably because you're from there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, from my perspective, I mean, we're both East London boys, uh, Essex yeah. boys. So, um, growing up East London, families were from there. With tradition, that's where we're based. Makes sense, yeah. We're from the area, of course, of course. So, were your like your families are West Ham fans? Your like your dad supported West Ham, like yeah, any, yeah, any, yeah. any season ticket holders or anything like that? Yeah, through yeah. and through. Um, my nan was actually a true Cockney, so she's born within 
you know, sound of the bowbells, which is nice. Forms of proper then. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's a silly question. uh, Then why West Ham? But uh, Toronto Hammers. How did that? How did that happen? Well, Toronto Hammers is, I guess, um, it kind of grew um, from a bunch of expats and locals who just got a vested interest in watching. Sometimes good football and uh, <laughs> most of the time beyond average football and yeah. downright mediocre football. Yeah, the ups and downs uh, of supporting a club that yeah. is you know, yeah. almost there, but you know. Yeah, the group quite. was uh, founded in 2012. I, I came over to Canada in 2013. Uh, was having conversations on Twitter with a, a guy who who was trying to get the group up and running, um, and th- that was originally out in Brampton. But then, okay. But then, wow. Since then. We we moved down to the Dog and Bear in Toronto as our base, and we've been there ever since, right. uh, attracting you know everybody more than welcome, both expats and locals to gotcha. The Great bar. Rams. That's uh, the North End uh, Podcast local bar, actually. It's one, one of them. It's too. one of our locals, and yeah. I uh, just finished the uh, audiovisual install there so that everybody can watch the Premier League on, on Dazzin. So. so if you ever get any oh, problems you saw with it, that's easy. Oh, okay. <laughs> so yeah. if you get any thank problems you, with the game, you. just be like, fuck that, Brian. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if, it's, if it starts to, you start to get that blue circle of death that happens in the middle of the screen, that's my fault. <laughs> yeah. game freezes it's actually the internet's fault, but you can just blame me. It's easier. Now. That's what that's what Richard's going to do, let's be honest. Shout out to Richard at the Dog Bear, by the way, and Richie. So fair to say, if there's ever a game going on and any of our listeners want to come down and see a West Ham game, Dog and Bear is the place to be. The place to go. Yeah. Definitely, yeah. yeah. Awesome. Yeah. yeah, I've seen the flag up on a few occasions mm-hmm. uh, when I've been there for... Yeah, for, for we've, we've kind of established that place as our base now and um, as a home of our supporters club and anyone who's more than welcome to come and join us. You know, we're not by, obviously, uh, the biggest supporters club in Toronto. You know, we struggle to, obviously, attract new members, so it's very much a case of we're getting tourists come over and right. you know, yeah. we're picking up members as, as we go. But, um, you know, we're, we're not there for the glory of the game. We're there for catching up with your mates, watching football, having yeah. a laugh. Mm. Um, we, like I say, we're not the biggest group, but we're probably one of the noisiest groups. Nice. Okay. Yeah. That's quality, man. It's hard that. to attract Canadians to come and watch West Ham. So, for sure. Uh, <laughs> for sure. And there, are, there, are, there are quite a few, to be, to be fair. They, they do exist. It's similar to Spurs, yeah. which I've noticed, uh, you know, there's a lot of local... Right, sorry, previous like come come from like the the local area in London and have moved to Canada, mm. and they they've influenced uh, a bunch of people to to follow that that club. So yeah, they're in they're in little hidden corners and pockets here and there and everywhere. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. and you know we try to make a sort of real big sort of drive this year into promoting our group and and nice. get, get more people down. Well, hopefully we can help you with that, guys. Yeah, That's great. part of the reason yeah. we're having you here. Yeah. But obviously oh, we want to talk about yeah. your club. So maybe you can tell us a little bit about your thoughts on uh, on your summer business uh, so far, uh, or not so far, but this 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 previous transfer window that we've had that was, from my perspective, a little bit of a mess. But I'm I'm reasonably happy with it. Yeah. Um, we've done pretty good business this year. Brought in some good players. Still would have liked maybe a couple. Backups are like full back or bit defensive depth, mid, bit more depth, yeah. uh, um, some aging or not yet proven players or something. But for the most part, we've done pretty well. I, think. I actually think you guys had one of the best transfer windows based on what I like. I, we, we did it, we looked at sort of uh, the Squawka uh, yeah. breakdown of like the players that went out. You, I mean, you got rid of a lot of dead wood, like a lot of players. Oh, that, yeah. yeah. That was a lot of players that left the club. But then as I was going through the, the list, the quality of the players that they brought in compared to the players you guys got rid of, I was impressed by. I thought it was, mm. it was a very good window for you guys. Yeah. 
I mean, so I mean, so far, and we'd like to hear who who who's stood out for you for us. Obviously, it's been Haller. He's scoring all the yeah. goals. He looks like he could. I know we'll probably talk about and him a little bit Anderson. later. And you've kept You've kept Anderson, who I think you know is an incredible player. He's, yeah, I think he was you know, rumored to go. At I don't think time, he was rumored to go, but like he's the type of player that if you're a, another club and another another big club, and you watch him play. You might be you might be informed. So I don't know. I watched him play. I was like, I'd, have, I'd take him at Spurs in a second. He's he's very very good. Yeah, I, I think he creates a hit, lot. His his uh, dribbles are, are amazing as well. His stats yeah, you, are great. You hit the nail on the head. I think when you said, "Oh, we cleared out a lot of players who who were obvious didn't want to be at the club." You know, mm-hmm. they were there just to take the wages and, yeah, yeah, uh, and sure. move on because we are all, we do pay well. Our, our players are, are well paid. They're a big you club. Know. London London club as well helps a lot, right? There's a yeah. lot more money there. You know the the, the wages that you can, guys can pay the wages that a lot of clubs yeah. can't. And right? I think so. Uh, yeah, Andy Carroll was injured all the time, so he was on how much was he on Dan? Ninety grand a week. Something like that. Yeah, yeah, that's a lot. Of, that's a lot of dough wide. to be to be thrown so out, right? Especially for a guy who's like barely yeah. playing. Yeah. So Haller, Haller coming in has given us an additional option of the target man. Um, he, look, he looks doesn't look fast to me. He looks like he's always running. And, in through prayer, he doesn't look particularly quick, but he knows where to be. He's a goal yeah. scorer. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's Whereas like he's he's, he's always on the spot. He just he seems to me just the the highlights that I've seen. Mm. He just looks to me like he's he always knows where to be. Yeah, and exactly. Like positioning as a striker is often more important than than pace. I mean, you know, you just have to know how to be in the right place yeah, at the right, right time to score. Yeah. So he, he looks his, like he has that. One of his goals against Watford, you know. You can see uh, the commentator said, "Oh, it's a nice easy tap in for Heller," but it wasn't. You know, you, you look at his run to the get run there. He made to get there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for Andy sure. Andy Carroll wouldn't have given you that. Andy Carroll was your target man. Yeah. Back, at, you know, back, mm. back post, hit your header, hoof it up, hope can, he can, can bang we, it yeah, in. Can we hit um, Andy Carroll? Yeah. This Heller gives us another option because he knows where to be. For they're, sure, they're comparing sure. him to uh, to David Trezeguet, and when I watch them play, I kind of see it because he does look like a natural goal scorer, knows where to be. So. I mean, again, and I'm Chicharito. He came off the bench, but Arnautovic, that's goals that are leaving the club. Yeah, that's a difficult one. And I, I was wondering if this guy would be, I mean, he's at Frankfurt, right, previously? So he's, I think he scored close to 30, 30 20, goals in all comps or something 20 like that. and 40 games, I think. Was it? I mean, yeah. that's, that's a great, that's a great uh, amount of goals. At a, at, a, at a team like Frankfurt? Yeah, for those sure. Those are great numbers. Yeah, for sure. But you don't know how that translates in the, and exactly. translates in the Premier League. So you yeah. bring a player like that and you're like, well, I mean, if he's a goal scorer, he'll get some. But he's he's just, he's kicked on kicked on very quickly, which is often not the case for, for players who come in. So I think you got a really good player there. Um, and I, and I think you got a really good uh, really good side at the moment. I'm you know you know as a Spurs fan, I'll remove my bias. I look at what you guys have as a you know the as a manager and the quality of attacking talent you have. You guys look really good going forward. Having said that, go, uh, your defense is, is uh, maybe the issue that um, yeah. despite bringing in all these players, yep. would you, you guys want to talk about that a little bit? Or do you have any yeah, worries well, about your defense? We don't know what you're going to get from week to week. To yeah, and that's, that's probably the biggest our, worry you would say. Consistency's right? always been our battle. I think. Yeah. Yeah. I think you guys were. What was it? We, the stat it was second most or third most no, amount of had chances. The, yeah, not goals, but chances uh, given. Most attempts on target, like more attempts against, on target against. against Against Huddersfield, Huddersfield last year. Last year yeah. That's crazy. It doesn't surprise me. No. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a bit worrisome, I would imagine, right? But if you know, yeah. if you can score more goals than the other team, that's the yeah. whole point of the game. But well, I um, think we'll we'll probably get to well because we want to hear about your eleven because you know it better than we do. But yeah, I, is it? Is I want to talk about the other guy because you paid a bit of money for him. And, and correct me if I'm wrong, but is it Fornals or? Yeah. What's the scouting report on him? Because I haven't seen much. What, posi- what position is he? Playing? I think he's like an attacking. Like, yeah, I want to know. I, I, knowing that, I also curious about what do you guys think about your shape? Like, what shape are you, are you guys playing? Because I, I, I we, you know, I think uh, we were talking about earlier about who's playing in what position. It's a, it's a bit unclear. So maybe when you guys yeah. want to talk about that a little bit. 
Where do we want to start? Yeah. Well, let's just start from the back. I mean, we know we know that you know you, you, from the keeper moving forward. Like, is it what are you playing? Are you playing a four-two-three-one? Are you playing a four-three-three? Are you playing what, who's playing where? Like, where's Declan Rice playing? Where's who's also been incredible by the way, as far as statistics are concerned? Like, give us a little bit of a of a shape and what is Pellegrini thinking when he's doing what he's doing? I think at the moment it's just Rice sitting in front of the. Um, Back four, we haven't really got... The only other defensive mid we have is Sanchez, who's a bit pony. So he's a bit um, of your six, right? He's just kind of yeah. like, he's just guarding yeah. whatever the hell's going on back there. So yeah. the, where does Mark Noble play yeah. in conjunction Mark, with Declan Rice? Because I think it's Noble that sits yeah, in Noble, front of the Noble back Noble sits with just in front of Rice. And, yeah. And, and since he's come back from injury, he's been superb this mm. season. I've been... Oh, yeah. Do you, you, know, you guys know what the shape is? Like, what, if you were going to give it a shape? It's like four, two, three, one. It is. Yeah. That's what it looks yeah. like, like with a pivot in the. But Noble kind of like more box to box ish. Yeah. Yeah. Then, uh, then Rice would be Rice sits more Noble. Right, more right, right. So you have you have a guy who's uh, like, like sits, pivot. and then you have a guy yeah. who does the box yeah. to box. Yeah, yeah. Right? yeah. Gotcha. And Noble's cool. always done a good job, and I think like Declan Rice looks to me like a traditional defensive midfielder. Sitting in front of the mm-hmm. defense, moving, or he he looks great. He's a good player. Mm-hmm. And would you say is it, is it Lanzini that's probably right beside behind Holler at this point? Is he your ten? Would you say Lanzini is your creative yeah. creative sort of? I like him by good, the way. He's a good player as well. I, yeah. I, to be fair, I think um, Pellegrini is still kind of kind of trying to work it out all out for himself. I right, think right. Lanzini's been playing in that ten or on the left or whatever um, for, for the last few games. But they switch it up quite nicely with Anderson yeah. as well, don't they? Lanzini? Yeah, kind of like. Pretty, so pretty, Anderson pretty came, fluid. Anderson has come yeah. up, or from my my understanding of the games that I watched last season, he comes off the left generally, mm-hmm. right? Anderson. Yeah. Um, is that is that still the case? Is he still coming off the left? Yeah. And so who's yeah. off? Who's your who's coming off your right then? Either Antonio, but he's just got oh, injured for Antonio. three months, right? Because he's uh, a bit more he's a bit more of a traditional mm-hmm. winger too, right? Like he's yeah, yeah. He's got the pace. He stays head, a little bit close to head down. Yeah, right. yeah. yeah. Shh, I'm gonna run. I'm gonna yeah. run past you. Get to the touchline and mm-hmm. chuck it in the middle and see what happens. Yeah. Yarmolenko started there. Oh, did he? Okay. What do you make Yarmolenko? Yarmolenko. Been inconsistent, maybe. Can't make my mind up. Well, he spent all of last year's season out on within pretty much injury. Mm. Um, yeah. Right. That's true. So right. he's come back in and he's made an impact. He's still not match fit, hundred percent, but he's making a difference. He, he scored a nice goal at the weekend. Yeah. You know, yeah. He wants to. I think he wants to be there. You know, he's, you can see he's quite hungry to make an impact. And we talk mm. about injury. And if you look at your preseason, arguably your best player was Jack Wilshire. And so like... Oh, I didn't even think about Wilshire because obviously, you know, from being in our, uh, previously from Arsenal. Yeah. Do, can can he stay fit? Well, like that's a, the question. For a season? I mean, he's... We, there's no doubt in his quality. He's a very good player when on form. He just has to get his form. And is do you think he's a player that can get to that point where you he will be as good he like he'll realize his potential? I hope I, so. I, it's, you know, he's been struggling to do it for a long yeah. time. Yeah, so. I think he will. I think, I think yeah. the, the squad has now got depth, which is great because he ne- he needs a break, right? Yeah. Like he can't uh, necessarily try to be like he's he's got to play every game. Yeah. You know, if he plays and maybe he gets a bit tired, you you, you sub him off. You got other guys who can come in and fill in that position, yeah. right? I mean, Jack had a great preseason, but then obviously. With Noble's injury, he, he started the first couple of games. He didn't p- perform that well. Um, you know, we we saw what happened against City. He got absolute tonking. destroyed. Oh yeah, but, but, uh, but that City. Let's you know, and we just we wrote that game off to start with yeah, before yeah. we even yeah. took the ball. Yeah. Um, but then he, you know, but then Noble's come back in and he's kept he's kept his place and he's playing superbly well. So yeah. now there's competition for those places, which is great to see. It's what you want. I mean, yeah. Mark Noble's depth always is everything, been, right? Like if yeah. you lose a player and that player changes how yeah. you play completely and you're not able to continue sort of the trajectory that you were on or initially, 
it, it, it your your season will change completely. Well, and, you, you you can't play. Yeah, and, and going back play. to your point about um, you know how our transfer window was, the only thing that concerns me a little bit now is if we get a you know uh, an attacking injury. If if um, Haller goes out injured now, who do we bring in? We've got a guy called Ajeti who's pr- we pretty much don't know anything about. Um, he played in the Carabao Cup, wasn't mm. brilliant. Where did you bring him in from? Uh, um, Basel. 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 Okay. Yeah. However you pronounce it. Um, but but after that we're we're short now. Yeah. Um, and the same with the, with the defenders as well. You know we we kind of like. A yeah, I think that's sketchy. I think that's it's it's almost similar to Arsenal. If you look at our Arsenal scenario, like they're really good going forward. Right. Like very very good. Even better now with Pepe they brought in. But their defense is like they haven't addressed the problem that they have. Yeah. And and you could say the same about West Ham. I think that maybe that's you know if you're gonna if you're gonna look at with January right January is gonna come up like that should be the thing that you're focused mm-hmm. on like yeah. we need. A center half that's going to, you know, control games, yeah. talk a lot, ensure that we play well out from the back. For sure, um, I think they they will target a striker now in January with, with Hernandez going out. Uh, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, you'll need a bit of backup, obviously, right? For he that. was he was the last piece to go. To be honest, you know, he you knew he didn't want to be there. He was on ridiculous amounts of money, yeah. one hundred and forty grand a week. We Is heard. that what he was on? Wow. And yeah, he's, he's gone down to, to thirty five in Sevilla. So. Wow, that's crazy! Is that really? He went from yeah. that's nuts. He was on a hundred and forty a week. Yes, that yeah. blows my mind. And not performing. Let's be I, I thought he. I thought he scored a couple well, goals. He goals. Okay. Well, what did he score? Like fifteen goals in two seasons. Yes, Which, yeah, yeah, exactly. No, I, think I, saw, I think I said five or six goals a season. Yeah, you know, he did in the two seasons. Yeah. Hundred forty grand, a, and he came he, off the bench a lot yeah. right, as well. You want hundred and forty grand a week? I want Harry Kane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the sort of money that should be. You want at least. Close. Yeah, you want at least you want ten or fifteen league goals for that. I mean, yeah, of course, yeah, yeah. of course, yeah. And in, yeah. in off the bench or or otherwise, I mean, mm-hmm. you, that you should be getting that output yeah. per, per, mm-hmm. per season. But we talk about it all the time: seasons. getting a, a striker to come into the Premier League from some of these other leagues. The adaptation is is often very difficult, even if you're at the top clubs too. To get, so getting somebody to come in, like if you can get Haller to come in and score goals from the German league playing at, at Frankfurt. Yeah, I mean, he's started really well. And so, yeah, I mean, it's huge. If if he, if he can crack on the way he's started the season, you guys are in good shape if, mm-hmm. if he can stay fit. I think that's And that's huge, the key, right? Yeah, of yeah. course. And, and I think you, you just mentioned a second ago, um, having, an, like, you know, now that Hernandez is gone, you need you need somebody there to also, like, if, if he needs a break, if, it, you know, you're going to go into cup games... You need somebody else you can play that can still offer something that you can give a break to your, you know, to holler. So, am I uh, right in saying sometimes you guys put Michael Antonio up front in the striker role? Happened last season. I think yeah. he played number nine a couple times, didn't he? Yeah, last yeah. season. Does he yeah. sc- has he scored any goals from that position? He's a bit yeah. like he's a bit erratic. I don't know if he's yeah. he, he doesn't really hold the ball up very well at all. And Big and strong though. Right? Yeah, he yeah. is. But I, you know, from my from what I saw him, he's way better down 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 away. on the right yeah. side. Yeah, because right? he, he can just. He could just push the ball and burn a guy because he's mm-hmm. fucking fast. Yeah, and he's made a lot of impact this season coming off the bench. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. He really he scares players with his pace and his size and yeah. his strength. But so, you know. a question for you guys: uh, You guys finished tenth last season. Mm-hmm. Yep. What do you? Where do you want to finish this season? And where do you think you'll finish? Where do they want? They want to finish first. Yeah, yeah I know, but yeah. no, re- I'm, I'm trying to be realistic here. <laughs> what you? But they can't finish first. Okay, so <laughs> no, Leicester, Leicester, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, well, you, you understand well, the question. What, yeah, you, yeah. what are you guys' thoughts? I think we should be pushing for that sixth-ish spot. Right. But I've supported West Ham a long time. <laughs> Here it comes. I, I, I know how consistent they can be. Just and like my dreams now. It, or, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I, it, it, it should be around between that sixth to eighth. Yeah. I think they should be finishing in. 
yeah. and pushing like hard for that yeah. European. You, spot, you should so. be in the in the conversation about pushing that. that yeah, your, Europe and you know making the top six. The Leicester, Everton. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I think we, Man United. Yeah. yeah. I think we need Arsenal. to take it easy. <laughs> we need to to um, to push on now to keep the likes of Haller interested in staying at West Ham. For you know? sure. For Otherwise, sure. we're always going to be a club that brings a guy in has to bring in another season, guy, has to bring in great wages. Yeah. He does really well, and then he goes somewhere else. Yeah, yeah. And that's that's kind of the thing, right? Like if you're a West Ham or even like an Everton, and you bring in a guy and he scores 25 goals, you're you think two things right off the bat: fuck, we've got a great player, and then automatically after that, can we keep him? Yeah. Yeah, for because sure. if if you bring somebody in and scoring 25, 20 to twenty five league goals, mm-hmm. the big boys are going to start circling, mm-hmm. and yeah, that's sure. just a yeah, reality. I mean, Lukaku is a good example of that, right? Well, yeah. Not I mean, to say that, that he, not to say that he performed at the the next level up. I mean, he did to an extent, but you know, he it's for, a great example. Had a team for Everton, who was in you know a similar scenario, uh, did a very uh, like exactly that. You know, he yeah. performed at a level that was sort of top six or top four or whatever, and then became. Uh, you know, interested in the, people interested in enough to 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 try to sign him. Another one, Dimitri Payet. Yeah, how brilliant was Great he? Great example. Was it one season? But he went. He went, he went to Mars. He went to Marseille yeah. though. I, shout I out, shout yeah, out to Paul, who's uh, in the yeah, background. He's uh, helping out with that, that one. Stuff out there. Yeah. <laughs> doing great. Why? Why did he want to leave? Good was that just going back to France or what was no, that? No, no one really knows. Good old Dimitri's caused a lot of uh, yeah. He, he was fantastic group, that season though. He was excellent. He, he was absolute yeah. class. We loved him for a season. He went to, what was it, to the Euros? Yeah. And then he just turned into a dick. Why? <laughs> <Just like, laughs> but, but you know what's yeah, weird, though? Nothing. It's not like he ended up at, like, PSG or, like, Juventus or, like, uh, Man City. He ended up at Marseille. Yeah. Like, he wanted a, to go to somewhere big, but nobody wanted him. But like, and, and it's likely an attitude. Was that a thing for him? Well, there's, it, there's various oh. different rumors as to his attitude or yeah. and his... Uh, so we say extracurricular activities. Oh, <laughs> really? Was he a party? Well, we don't know, so uh, I can't confirm. Or, or Living in London, there, he was having a good time a little bit more than he should have been, possibly. Yeah, allegedly. So, allegedly. You know, allegedly. allegedly. <laughs> we don't want any lawsuits. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think that Euro's turning to head as well. You know, everyone's saying, yeah. oh, he's such a great player. And he was a great player. He was, you know, yeah. He wants mm-hmm. Champions League football. West Ham can't offer him that. All right, yeah. well, and then he goes to Marseille. And then he, and he goes to Marseille. <laughs> you know. Who don't have Champions League football? But did he, they? It, did they at the time? No. no. European. I think it was European. Oh, it was, but, it was, yeah. But still. But yeah. then it was rumors of him saying, oh, "I'm going on a strike and you know, falling out with Bilic." Yeah. yeah. He was a dick near the end. I remember that. Yeah. He didn't. He didn't handle it classy. What a plonker. No. no. Yeah. That's unfortunate because he was quality. And I don't care how good you are when you start acting like that. I'm like, go oh, fuck yeah, yourself. Get out of yeah. here. Get out and of I, th- here. I think that's a, a big thing for West Ham fans. You know, we don't we don't win trophies. We don't have a particular. Glorious history. I mean, the last time we won a trophy was 1980. You know, so and I was like, yeah, I thought we were. Six. I thought Spurs were bad. What, what, so, what was the trophy? It was the FA Cup. That's still man. Listen. But uh, you know, I, I think there's is ways of um, endearing yourself to West Ham as a fan base, and someone like Dimitri Payet and more recently Marco Arnautovic, they just didn't get it. And, yeah, yeah. You know, we understand that good players come and go at West Ham, and we're all in favour. Or well, although we don't particularly like it. If one of our good players decides to go and play a Champions League, League club, he goes to say, you know, Man United or Man City, fair play, good luck. Yeah, to you, you understand well. it, right? Like, it's, you, it's, you don't be a dick about it. Yeah, yeah. you, you got to leave a club with class. Leave a club yeah. Thank with you for class. giving me the opportunity for the step yeah. to get to where I wanted to go. Don't, you don't hold yeah. the club to ransom. Well, yeah, exactly. exactly. Not not to do. bring it back to, but we we bring it back to what we know. Like you look at Harry Maguire, that whole saga, the the whole summer. Not once did you hear from him. Yeah. Not once did he comment. 
and he showed up and he trained. Not to bring you, it back to Man United, is that what you just said? Yeah, pretty much. But let, but it's, as an example, <laughs> it's a good let, example. Let your people manage it yeah. and be a professional yeah. and show up. I mean, Christian Eriksen is a good example. He's another great example. Yeah. Exactly. But well, like the know, thing that. with Arnautovic and the whole the way he had, and it wasn't even it was during the sea. I think it was in January. Yeah, 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 yeah. January. Marco, he, he came out and said, you know, in January he wanted to leave, and then there was always this back and forward between is he going to go, is he going to stay. And then when no one came in for him, or the right amount of money didn't come in for him, the club said, "No, you're not going." And then and then he, he had to kind of go he, back and he play again. Video? Yeah, he came out with all this bullshit on Instagram about, Very "Oh, don't worry, guys, I'm West Ham through and through." All this yeah. bullshit. Yeah, yeah. Yada yada yada. And then <laughs> from January onwards, he was just dog crap. shit. He was awful. Yeah, yeah. he's he a total. Terrible. He was a total dick a about twat. the way he looked. He was yeah. so good though when he was good. Oh, right? yeah. He just there's so much talent there. He's one of these players that you wasted love to hate. Ego. You know. he was doing all that shit. We were. Tearing with pieces Shredding on this podcast, him. we were like, "You are a piece of what shit." A twat. Yeah, I was like, and we were like, "Who would want him?" I wouldn't want him. Great player, yeah. but you don't want. Like, I don't know. No, you don't want that attitude in your squad. You don't. You don't. Yeah. It just it disrupts everything. But I think yeah. Stoke fans everything. will tell you exactly the same thing before he comes to West Ham. Exactly, yeah. exactly yeah. the same thing today. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, He's fought- a guy who obviously chases the money. He's in China now. Wish him all the best. He's earning he's a lot of money, money and he's playing Sunday league football. Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. wish Basically, him all the best. Basically, that's a good shout, actually. Yeah, nice. Uh, one, one last thing to ask no, you No, but guys. hold on. Before we go there, we didn't get an actual prediction of where you're going to finish oh, yeah, okay. from either that's of true. you. I, will, uh, oh. I spent a little bit of time on today actually going through. Yeah, <laughs> we, we like <laughs> that. Nice preparation every, before every, the like Every, every result for everything. It's going to piss you Man United fans off. Listen, we're already pissed off. Love it. Personally, I think it's going to be a two-horse race for the second spot. I think City have got it sewn up already. Um, we can't really choose between Spurs and Liverpool as much as it pains me to say it. Really? You, th- yeah, you really yeah. think it's between those two? Yes. See, I think that's bananas. It's yeah. easily yeah. going to be my, Liverpool. My, my, my attitude has changed on that, and I, I, I would have agreed with you at the beginning, beginning of the season when before our first four results and how we've played. I've, I literally said I think Spurs will finish above Liverpool barely, but I think they'll be very close. I don't think that's the case anymore. I, I think, think Spurs are going to start ticking again soon. I think they will. I, I still think they're good for third. I think third. they'll tick, but I think they're they're good for third. I don't think they're good to, to surpass Liverpool. Liverpool are just as good as they did last year. And it year. won't be close. For me. It, anyway, it'll be by at least 12 points. But we should allow him to continue. That's true. <laughs> yeah, no. So then uh, the fourth place was, you know, in... Prior to the season starting, I thought, Jesus, this is a wide open race. It's a big one, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, fourth spot. I had Arsenal, Man, Man United, Chelsea. Um, and then I was like throwing like Leicester, Wolves, Everton. Yeah. Dare I say it, you know, West Ham into the mix because I'm quite optimistic about, you know, the, the players we brought in and You're the fan. form we had. And I'm a fan. It helps. And I'm biased completely. <laughs> <laughs> Some would say deluded. We all are. <laughs> um, but now, the first four games, I think uh, Arsenal got fourth place sewn up. Um, hope, well, not hope, but I, I think that's. What's you think Arsenal have actually sewed up? I actually four games I, in. I actually yeah. wouldn't say sewed up, but I would agree that based on form and what we've seen so far at the beginning yeah. of the season, they look to me like, especially after watching the North London derby, uh, they look to me like the team that's most likely to finish in that position based on the results of the other teams who are in the conversation. I think if they can, I, I don't. Though. I don't think that's that, like a shocking decision at all. I think. Oh no, I agree. I think as of right now, I would put them in the fourth spot. Yeah, I would. Easily. Yeah, yeah. Com- I think I would say comfortably in that yep. fourth spot. Yeah. Um, you know, if, if we look at the other sides who have been in the question, you know, the Chelsea's, the Man U, uh, I think that just the results and the way they've played, and it just doesn't seem to me yeah. like they have enough to yeah. to get there. Fifth place, I think, for me would be Everton. Whoa! Um, you have Everton above like Leicester, Chelsea, and United. Yeah, 
Well, you know what? Okay. It's not. It's not that far fetched. Yeah. It's pretty far fetched. No, I don't they think it is. And yeah, they got, they're consistent. You know, they do. Th- they do I the do, right things. I, I get what you're saying, and I get like from a logical pers- perspective that that's a possibility. I think you do have to look at form in previous seasons, and and Everton, for me, as good as they have purchased and the the you know the the quality of uh, their side and the depth in their side, I don't think they have enough to. To get there, I think six, six or seventh would be likely for Everton. But I, it's a, it's a fair shout. I'm not gonna say, nah. I'm not gonna say you're totally wrong. But I, I don't agree. I but, just don't know but, where the goals come from. Well, yeah, I mean, they scored, they scored enough to beat Wolves. They scored three, three yeah. against Wolves at the weekend. So the goals are there. They've got quality in that side. And there may, is quality. Maybe they're just, and that's maybe where I'm just short of it. That they don't, they won't, they don't get to the promised land because they don't have enough goals but they have enough quality to definitely be fifth or sixth yeah they signed that Italian lad yeah if Moise Kane gets but Moise Kane's young he, again this is this is a scenario where you're relying on a player who's coming I think he's what 19 uh, 19 and, years old he was old. at Juventus he was at Juventus and he was he was at Juventus to be sort of you know uh, uh, behind Dybala and behind uh, Ronaldo Mandzukic. Mandzukic and Ronaldo mm-hmm. and he wasn't getting a ton of time he was just sort of training with them yeah. we haven't seen him do anything at a high level no no he's come on and scored some important yeah. goals that's yeah. how he got his move but but in, but in the Serie like he's yeah. not he's not like you know he scored like five or six goals last season yeah. we're not talking about a guy who who came to the side and scored 10 to 15 goals because yeah. and, and then like was arguably like maybe he should play instead of Dybala we're not yeah. talking a player of that level we're talking about, we're talking about potential mm-hmm. and he's got a ton of it certainly and he's just gonna, don't... he's gonna come in and he's gonna he's gonna cause pressure from Richarlison yep. and Calvert yeah. Lewin. And, yeah, for sure. Um, and it's a very young side. Yeah. Walker. 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 He's not enough. Awobi now, too, who seems to have started off not too bad as well, shockingly enough. Awobi's been yeah, a decent right. start. Been right. So, Everton, so let, let's continue okay, with your, your um, prediction. <laughs> this is really going to piss off the Man United fans. Sixth and seventh place, I can't really choose now between Leicester and West Ham. So, oh, so you're still going Chelsea and United past oh, them? On! Wow, you're getting a little bit silly. Yeah. No, 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 you know what? He might, he might not be far yeah, off. Yeah, yeah. I love it though. Um, I think Leicester started really strongly. They look really good. Um, I would agree with that. I'm that shocked you're not putting them at Everton. They're a better team. I put Leicester fourth. Yeah, yeah I, I could think see, they look good. I could see. I think Leicester look fantastic. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, again, I think I said this earlier. They have, they have a good manager. They're in a scenario where they have, uh, I think, good good strength and depth in a lot of yeah. positions and they're not like they're playing well together they're not there's no sort of oh if this guy doesn't play we're not good enough like they, they just have they have something going on with them that um i don't think any of us would have expected you know post them winning the league a few a few seasons back you're kind of like ah they're gonna fade away but they've kind of maintained and they've brought in a good manager and they've 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 bought really well they've got they've got they made some really good transfers. They got some really good players in there. Yeah, and I, yeah, I actually, would, I think Leicester will finish above Everton. And have they actually spent any of the um, Harry Maguire money yet? Not uh, yet. Yeah, probably I not. So. I mean, in January they could go in and they could buy, you know, uh, somebody prolific who's gonna, you know. They did change, buy change a defender. Just... I don't know his name, but uh, he slaughtered in the lineup this past week, and uh, he looked great. My apologies, I'm gonna drink because I don't forget his name. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's a rule, name. by the way. And you guys don't have yeah. drinks. But <laughs> yeah. If you um, did. Uh, so I think they're okay in that position, but I mean, you got Vardy up there still scoring all the goals. Yeah, I mean Vardy was amazing at the weekend. That that, that uh, it was his first goal. That chip, uh, sort of like right foot over the top of the keeper. He did that. At, he did that to Spurs when they won the league that season. And I remember when he did it, I was just like, 
fuck. He's fucking party. party. <laughs> and then and Tillman's he's quality. What is he? Thirty three now? Like he's still doing this mm, shit. Yeah, he's he not young. Look, he just looks like uh, he's never gonna. He's never gonna be bad. He's, he's incredible. He's he's, mm. he's a great great striker to have it. And he's bucket. another one. You know, he we go back to our point about Onatovic and and Paye. He's a guy who who could have left, led Leicester for Arsenal. Arsenal, yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Um, yep. So when that guy does decide to leave or retire, he's going to be a legend at that club, and, right, and rightly he, so. I think he already is. I, he's, yeah. a le- he's, he's a legend because they won the league, and he was a big reason for it. The fact that he stayed, and I think that's what you're saying, and, yeah. and they've continued to be uh, part of the conversation is because of his what, his output, what he continues to do every season, despite, like I said, being older and. Yeah. You're like, when's this guy gonna? You know, he just doesn't seem to. It doesn't seem to bother him at all. He's incredible, and he's scoring every year. He's, he's yeah. and he quit player. England. What the hell was that about? Like, well, he wants to focus because he's older. Know, he wants to focus on staying healthy. Could use the guy. I mean, yeah, they probably could. Yeah. And is Harry Maguire actually a, a big loss to Leicester? I think he is. I think he is. He? He's yeah, a brilliant I defender. I do. I think he. I think he's a great defender. I think mm. he's a big loss. I'm, I'm, having said that, I mean they still look comfortable. Yeah, uh, I, I haven't seen them against the side where that might be a huge problem, where they need somebody as uh, as a leader that he is, that he was and has been for them. Um, who who's who's playing in Leicester to, uh, center halves right now? Who are there two? That's a good question. Who are there two? Maybe it's my turn to drink, but I I don't I don't recall who's playing in that. But that's that's a good uh, good sign to say that they haven't replaced him yeah. necessarily because no we don't necessarily know who he is, but. Or who they are, uh, Paul. Paul's, Paul knows because he's just he's doing. He's a research guy in the background. Who, who's playing they in there? Signed the guy last season to play that role. Who is it? Slotted Sayoku or whatever. And then the other guy who's Johnny still Evans. having Johnny Evans. Johnny Evans, right. there, which actually is a fair uh, shout. Yeah. The revelation that yeah. is Johnny Evans. He's a he's, yeah. a he's a he's a you know he's a solid footballer. He's been he's been playing for a long time. Chillwell, solid left back. But yeah. I think McGuire will be a loss. He he doesn't when you watch him play, he doesn't look like a great footballer. But he gets the job done. He, the big head. he doesn't yeah. often put a foot wrong. <laughs> he just doesn't look fast or smooth or comfortable. But I think he's he does steady. look smooth and fast. Yeah, he's got a chop because he, he's so he big. Sh- but he shouldn't. That's yeah. the thing. It's this awkward thing he does. Anyway, spend too much time on Maguire. But uh, <laughs> uh, Lester is a fair shout. So have we done the top six? We haven't gotten. Uh, we haven't gotten a West Ham yet, have we? Well, we, we have. I think you said. Uh, yeah, I think West Ham finished either sixth or seventh. Sixth or seventh. Yeah, and they're, they're in seventh right now. And so, I mean, that's a. Would you guys are, uh, agree that that's a fantastic result? We finish six. I'll be dead happy with that. Yeah, yeah I mean, yeah. six would be. I huge. think that's fair. Oh, massively. Yeah. yeah, I mean, because you're pushing somebody out of that top six. So that where everybody do have, talks about. Right? Where do you have Chelsea finishing? I've got Chelsea below Man United. So eighth, eighth, like ninth, seventh and eighth. Eighth and ninth. Oh, so you have United at eighth and Chelsea at ninth. I could see. I could see that. So the Holy thing, shit! It's funny because we've we watched Chelsea, right? Like you know, they have. They have some quality on their side. Like we look at the Pedros of the world and the Williams, but those guys are all, they're all old. They're all 30, 31. They're going to, they're going to burn out and all they're bringing in is the youth. And if you're bringing in youth, youth requires time to be quality. I'm not saying that they won't be because I think if, if they let Lampard do what he's supposed to do and they give him the time to do it, that Chelsea in two or three seasons will be back, not back to the Chelsea of you know four or five years ago when they were relevant, but they'll be back to being in the conversation. That's how long it's going to take. It's going to be painful. And in you know the transfer ban, I think they've got one more Did window. Did you see they were relevant for five? They won the title two years ago. Well, you know what I mean, three seasons, whatever. Jesus Christ. You know what I mean. That I, I put the wrong number up, for fuck's sake. <laughs> 
They they were relevant before. They're not anymore. That's my point. Well, and they, they're they, going they're going down a bad. path. They are going down. A, well, they've been going down a bad path. And you know whether their owner is even going to be there anymore. I, I I previously in a podcast I compared them to Leeds because of how much I dislike them, and I got called out for it. But you went on a rampage. <laughs> was it a rampage? It was just like they're just going to be the next Leeds. Fuck Chelsea. It was a rampage. I dislike them as much as I dislike uh, Arsenal. So uh, it was it was fun for me to do, and I'm sure you guys would appreciate it. It's, yeah. Uh, also, uh, you know, rivals. Well, so how? Yeah, so, yeah, I think this transfer ban is going to kill Chelsea for this season for sure. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. I think one, I think it's, I think it will kill them for two seasons. I think you'll see them eventually recover because there is money in that team if Abramovich is still sure. there. So my 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 thought was, and I'm curious what you guys think because we're going to move on now from just you know West Ham talk, but just general talk. If you guys are okay with that, yeah. Um, yeah. I think that uh, Chelsea will have to, if they are going to remain relevant, Abramovich has to stay because they have to have the money. Mm-hmm. Um, they canceled their stadium plans. They they were going to be revamping the bridge, and it was supposed to go over three, I think, three seasons, and they were going to be playing at Wembley for three seasons. That was the original plan. They've canceled that now. So what? So what? What? What do they look like? Abramovich leaves leaves the club. Well, he, he sells has to, it. He has to sell. Sells first. the club. I mean, well, he'd have to sell it, and then uh, you know they bring in somebody. I mean, if it, you know, maybe it's an Arab, it's another fucking country. Maybe we got Qatar yeah. that comes in for it. It could happen because or the, China. It could happen. Either any of those things could happen. But also, it could be nobody. Nobody wants to do it because it's it's well, arguably arguably like eh, everything's fucked right now. Well, let's <laughs> be very fair. Like they, yeah. the reason they've been successful is because of the Abramovich takeover and the amount of money he of course, injected into yeah. the club. And he was the original fucking Same thing money with man, man City. before City did it. So yeah, there's only not... two clubs in England that have had a massive injection of money, yep. and it's been Chelsea and Manchester City, and right. they've been very successful. And this is why they've got the problems now, isn't it? Of course. Because of that. But then. You know the thing that's been pissing me off the most about this season so far is when you're on the TV and you hear the TV commentators going on about the Chelsea Academy and they're coming through and all this bollocks. Yeah, they're coming through. They're coming through because you can't fucking spend any money on players coming in. So you've got to play them. Yeah, it's true. And that was so, the whole thing when Mourinho played the youth. He had, he didn't play anybody. None of the managers did. They yeah. played. They they played players that they bought th- that summer. Yeah. Or in that They're clearly window. doing this because they have to. It's well, they don't not have because a they want to. I mean, if Abramovich, you know, he lives in Israel now. He can't even. He's not can't even live in England because yeah. of his his status as a Russian. But because of that, do you think situation is like it's, yeah. it's, it's it's a the whole thing's a bit dodgy. Yeah. So that's why I'm 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 curious what what you guys thoughts are on that because we've had a bunch of conversations yeah. about it and I think I think Chelsea potentially could, and again I said I I compared it to Leeds as a, as a joke, but also somewhat hopeful that they would that they would literally go go down this sort of shitty rabbit hole because yeah. of you know because of the situation they're in if he sells it or if he can't sell it and they you know they the transfer ban kills them and they finish 10th and they don't have any money no Champions League money no Europa League money it could it, those types of things happens to, to clubs right that that's a thing what, what do you guys thought yeah and I, I think sorry Dan do you want to jump in as well mate? I was going to say they did that a few years ago and then they win the title the next year exactly they I know, but, I know, rates, I know but they had they yeah. were able to spend money true but and that's why I'm asking that because that's the difference, right? They they went from being able to have like having all this power and the manager being really involved in saying we're going to just spend the money, we'll buy the players, buy the players, buy the players. They can't do that, and they can't do that from this season. They also can't do that from in January. Mm-hmm. And does he care anymore, or does he care as much? He it was his toy. He was you'd see him in the stands, and he was watching his his toy that he created. And now he's living in Israel. He doesn't even have a box anymore. Like he yeah. can't have a box. He can't have a box the at, his own, at his own stadium. That he, you yeah. know, like it's it's a it's a bizarre scenario. So I just anyway, it, that, it is bizarre, but. They've still got 
it doesn't matter whether Bramovich has got money because the Golden Sullivan haven't got that much money. We're using the TV rights money and yep. all the Premier League money that, sure. every, that everything gets in right. So yeah. Chelsea still has that. So and they can pay the wages. Uh, uh, yeah, I think I think they'll be all right. Personally, I don't think it's that bad either. You you just have this. I hear Chelsea, thing. so I just <laughs> oh, no. fail miserably. I'm seeing I'm see what you're saying, but I think another big consideration you would need to factor in is um, it's the reason why I, I put Chelsea and Man United finishing so low in the table is because of their managers. Um, Frank Lampard is I would agree a, not that. a tried and trusted, tested Unproven. Premiership manager. Yeah, yeah. He and so was Solskjaer. He went into Derby, who had finished sixth the previous season, and they finished sixth the exactly. next season. He, so he didn't he, set the world alight in the championship. And, and they had a very good transfer budget. He's, they spent a bunch of money, and he didn't do anything with it. So. And I'm pretty much yeah. guarantee, you can guarantee that Chelsea won't be sacking Lampard anytime soon. I don't soon. think so. He's They've got, got to give him a full season, and give yeah. him a budget. So oh, this he'll get to Christmas. I think he'll get two seasons. I think he'll get two seasons. Yeah, I don't. You know, they're not going to let him go. And to be honest with that, probably be real disrespectful to a club legend like that is Frank Lampard at Chelsea. Totally. But same with uh, Solskjaer at Man yeah. United. I would agree why, too. Why I've got you so low is because of that reason. Yeah, you know? and that's fair. Um, and they I, haven't spent much either too. No. Like they, I mean, they did some decent job on in defense, but well, they bought the a fifteen-year-old player from the championship. Though. The midfield, you're putting all your money on Rashford, who I'm not really. McTominay, he's played every yeah, game. Yeah, exactly. So far. I mean, yeah. You know, he's I, I, not to say that he won't be a good player, but yeah. he's very young and he's not. Like I don't know about eighth or ninth, but sixth, fifth or sixth or seventh wouldn't shock me either. Like mm-hmm. I don't know. It's again, it's early days, but uh, yeah, it's a fair show. They're they're very unproven managers and. Yeah. We'll see. Now, what I do want to talk about, because I'm going to shift it back to West Ham, is is other than week one, and and we could talk about all the games, which we'd kind of like to, what do you guys think about the season so far? Because ultimately, you're sitting in seventh, and and minus that shellacking in week one, which, let's be honest. Everybody expected. But it's not even that. That could happen to about... 16 or 17 teams, teams, teams. Other than maybe yeah. Spurs who went there and got a point. Other than maybe, and take it easy, other than maybe like a Liverpool. like <laughs> they could, chuck that they in there, could, fellas. They could do that on any given day to anybody. So I don't know if you could be too upset about it, but other than that, they, they, you guys they've have started the season well. They've shaken that off. It's probably and, one and, of the better and, starts for West Ham in, yeah, in a while, so, would you say? Yeah. What are the thoughts, boys? Well, it's much better than last year where we lost the first four games. But yeah, uh, that would, And that's not a good thing to get you going in the Premier League. And I don't know if you ever fully got then it was kind of stops and starts, mm-hmm. but... It's been a good start. It's hard to get past that. Yeah. Well, we're, we're gradually getting better. The performances are getting better. Um, like Brighton, we were lucky to get a point out of that. I thought, I didn't yeah. thought we would play shite. That's not an easy we, place we to go. Yeah, I would, we it? always say no, that. No, it's no. a bit, it's, I don't, I'm not going to call it a fortress, but it's a tough place to go and play. They yeah. get a lot of points there. If yeah. You get, if you get, a, I guess. In our position as a mid table club, if you get a point away from home, you've had a good day. Yeah, well, we lost there last year, so points are an improvement. It's better than that was, that was my that's, po- that's my positive thought on it. <laughs> I love the positive. Really I'm West usually really Ham, negative, so this is, uh, this is a bit weird. Quality. You're playing the bottom end of the table, and you're going away. I mean, we often choose West Ham to get points like against the bottom half of the table. Because, oh, for sure. Yeah, you would expect we, that. I mean, I view them as as an upper echelon, like top top seven or eight club that has ability and has players. Brighton is a tough place to go, but if they're going, if they're playing away at like, uh, you know, Sheffield, I expect them to win. Well, this yeah. is the difference between everybody else and West Ham fans because what we'd do is we'd be optimistic against Liverpool's and Man United's and Man City's to Chelsea's that we're going to turn them over, get three points, and really piss them off and ruin their day. But then we know, guarantee that the following week we'll go to Huddersfield. And get, get turned over three <laughs> yeah. nil, and that's the West Ham way. Yeah. It's unreal, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, well, we've, we've been doing that a lot recently, too. We'll get, like, a result against, like, somebody. We'll beat Arsenal, and then we'll go and lose to, like, we'll probably lose to, like, Norwich or something. It's tough when that happens, though, because then you get you get up about it. You're like, oh, you know, you just beat a United or an Arsenal, and then you go and lose to a bottom. But that's the prem, though, lately. And I think West Ham fans are more optimistic than most other teams. You know, going into the start of the season, we're like, Oh, yeah, can't wait, can't wait, can't wait for that fixture list to be announced. Have you ever watched the West Ham TV stuff on the on YouTube? We, I, I have dabbled. There's, I, there are a few. It's uh, far too cringy for me. Yeah. <laughs> I, can't. Yeah. I love I love cringe comedy, but yeah. not when yeah. it's West Ham no, related. No, it's yeah. There's that fellow on there. I forget the guy's name that I've watched. Uh, he's a, he's a he's a big Dom. Big, yeah, yeah, that, yeah, um, and yeah, he's 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 pretty entertaining. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, fan TV is always uh, always always entertaining, especially Arsenal fan TV when they lose. It's you stuff. know, going back to you know at the start of the season when when we saw we got City in the first game, it's like I was kind of optimistic. I thought you know, were you really? We, well, <laughs> well, I probably was. I was probably more enthusiastic about it and optimistic than the other guys. They were saying, "Rob, you're being a dick." We can get Tom. <laughs> our, our, our season starts in week two, and they were right, and they was wrong. But you know, I thought you know, first game they might start off slow. They might they just, just you know, still be on the beach or whatever. But then they turned up, and they're, they're pe- it's Pep's, te- us, Pep's teams yeah. are always just like they're ready to go. You think that they've like, oh, we've done that before. Yeah. You know, we've already won the league. We've already won this. We've already won that. They won the the dom- domestic treble. And then they come in and they're like, we haven't won anything. We're killing you. Yeah. yeah. And they, and, you know what's weird? Just, they, did, they didn't brutal. have a good preseason too. It's and people brutal. are like, oh, maybe West Ham. I'm like, and, and when, I mean it with all due respect. And I would have said it if it was against United as well. Like, they're going to hammer them. They, yeah. they just, yeah. they do, like something clicks yeah. and they just turn it on. And, I mean, we, Spurs got a result in that game away at City. That was so lucky. I mean, we had three shots on goal. And we had scored two of them. They had twenty nine. It was and disturbing. They scored two of them. Yeah. They destroyed us. But they must we, have been we managed about to get that. a result. Of course, wouldn't you be? But I mean, that's if you can get that type of result, you know, maybe you're, yeah. you're still in the conversation. But the trouble with City is you, they were they. You never know who's going to be destroying you. You know, like with us, yeah. oh, Raheem yeah. Sterling turned up and he was just like a different class. Yeah, could, be a, could he, have been Aguero, could have been De Bruyne. Yeah, pick and, somebody, right? And, yeah, and they had that's the thing. You look at the, their starting lineup and then. You know, you look at their bench and you go, oh, fuck. <laughs> you know, they got three yeah. players to bring on and it's David Silva and it's fucking Gabriel Jesus and it's fucking, yeah. you know, you're just going like, how do you compete with that? I don't know if you guys you saw can't. it, but like the, the big, before the season started or like maybe it was week one and they're like, they're interviewing Mourinho on Sky Sports. And he's like, who do you think are like the top four teams in the league? And he mentioned a couple of teams and. And he goes, uh, Man City's when it came oh, like yeah. fourth Man, Man City's, City's B team, B team. <laughs> and they showed a list of who like like the starting lineup and then who would come on. They'd probably finish top four. Yeah, easily. It's disturbing how yeah. good they yeah. are. And the money is disturbing in that scenario. It ruins it the football a little bit. I think for everybody, I think we a all we'd all agree. We'd be like, "Fuck me!" And then you know, the financial fair play is supposed to come in. It's supposed to do these things, and it's not doing the things it's supposed to. You know, Chelsea got a transfer ban. City did the same shit. They got a fine of three hundred fifty grand, mm-hmm. and it's like yeah. three hundred fifty grand to a team like City. They're just like, there you go. Yeah, yeah. Like it just, it's, it's meaningless. It's, it's despite the quality of the football, which I appreciate. I love watching City play because of the quality of the football, and you want to see those players do those types of things. But when it comes to the league and the parity and like what it means to the Premier League, it, it's ruining it a, a, quite a bit. And yeah. you're just kind of going. Other than the fact that uh, you know Liverpool, I think is is a, a, a good example of. How to counter it? Because just you know, they spent a lot of money, but they've been really good, made really good transfer decisions. They bought in really good players at the right time for reasonable right money. Yeah, for reasonable. They've spent a lot, but they've spent it really well. Yeah, and so you can do it 
the right way if mm-hmm. if you're if you're pragmatic and you consider the right things to do in the right situation. So the right coach, yeah, but in the right manager. I mean, all of the all of those things have to pl- come into into play, and they they've done that really well. Just you know, uh, despite the situation that every other team is in. Yeah, yeah. You, you got to give respect to that. And it's a model that we can all look at as uh, other clubs should look at and be like, totally. Okay. What can we do to compete with this, this bullshit? Cause it's yeah. bullshit, but yeah. you can compete with it. Cause Liverpool, what it? was like a one point difference uh, last mm-hmm. season. They did it despite that. So there, there, there is hope. <laughs> There's hope. I, I, think so. I still think Liverpool is still a couple of highs short of Man City. I would agree, but they still, it's a, like it was a point, a point, right? Like, and they and they still look, the same the same team as they did last season, and that they will challenge uh, City. I still think City will win it, but they'll challenge them. It'll they'll be there, and the rest of us will be fifteen twenty points behind. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I agree with what you're saying. I do think City are still a cut above them, um, but I just don't think anyone's going to be anywhere near. I think third, second to third, maybe it'll be seven or eight points between Liverpool and City, but I think it's going to be a big gap. Yeah. Then maybe let's say it's Spurs or whoever. I think that'll be about ten points because the two of them for me right now are just a class above yeah. everybody. And I think else. that's the point is that Liverpool are a class above everybody else, and City are just a bit of class above yeah. them, but everybody else is, yeah, like. Two classes below. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like, but, let, but let's bring like it, it back. Nobody's, here, nobody's even there. Let's like, bring it back. Here. Five nothing uh, to City, and again, whether it's two or three or five, what are you going to do? Then the one-one draw to Brighton. It's I mean, it's not a great start. You're not thrilled about it, but then you go to Watford and smash them three-one. I think they um our result. You know, was a Watford really good struggle. Watford away is is a good result. I, th- I think Watford are in trouble. Um, I would yeah. agree. I think the, I think their manager will be gone. Yeah, I really think they're going to bottom three, bottom four this year. For yeah. Um, you but, think that far down? Yeah, I do. I, I think they've, they've started got, real, they've real bad. They've got quality on that side. I think it's just they've they've lost. Uh, maybe he's lost the dressing room. Or they've lost their identity a little bit. Like they don't look or feel like the team that we've seen in the last couple seasons. Um, it's either a manager change or it's a mentality change or something. But I do agree. I do think that they will. They aren't. You know, everybody was like Watford. They're going to be. You know, similar to Wolves, they're going to be in that sort of conversation of the yeah. t- of the sixth, seventh, and eighth scenario. But right now, I, I agree. I think they're they're going to be struggling unless they make a massive change. What did you guys make of that game? Because like I saw the, the the result against Brighton, and and we do as you, you've heard, and we do the predictions. I I predicted Watford. I think maybe like two 0 and then when I saw the West Ham result, I was like two things. One, I'm like, okay, West Ham are probably turning it around, which is good for them. Mm-hmm. Watford, holy shit. I don't know about relegation, but they are, and it's a new manager. It just it doesn't look good. But what did you make of the game in general? Not to be too negative about West Ham, but um, (laughs) that is is my USP. I uh, like to be very negative about West. (laughs) (laughs) That's my thing with United, so I can completely relate. I I think it could have easily gone the other way. Yeah, I think I can't remember what the score was at the time, but. Will Hughes, Mister Sitter, that I think would have put them up one nil or something like that. Yeah, we or, scored or early goals, didn't we? Noble scored that early. Oh yeah, of course, goals. yeah, yeah. yeah. So you went it, up early. Sorry, I think it might have made me. But then two, we sat one. back, which is, yeah. is very much what we do. And like, I think if he'd scored that, it could have been a different game. But he didn't, and then we went up, scored another, and then obviously they're chasing the game. We scored a third, so. That's great. Were you like, were you worth the three point? Were you the better team on the day, or was it a wee bit back and forth? I, I, I think we were the better team. Um, the same with the Norwich game. We were the better team. Yeah, but like we still give away chances at the back. That if those if there are better teams that we're playing, yeah, they'll take those chances, and then we're going to struggle more in the games. Whereas the results are good, 
the performances are generally good, um, but it could it's the Premier League, right? It could easily yeah. change, go the other way. And I think that you know the away form is um, is is part is key to part of that. You know, if West Ham go away and they it's like fifty percent possession and. Watford have a chance, West Ham have a chance, but West Ham come away with three goals, Watford come away with one. I'll take that all day, every day. Um, if that's the case at London Stadium, for our home games, you know, and, and the Norwich game was was pr- was proof of that. You know, West Ham played very well, they took their chances and they limited Norwich to their chances. You know, though away away games for, for West Ham generally go either way. We can either win or we, or we lose. When we win, we usually win well. Yeah. And it strikes me, and and I'd love to get both of your opinions on this, but it seems like it's, and this is kind of like the vibe with me with West Ham regardless. If they're going to win, it's going to be like a 3-1, a 3-2. Like they're always going to concede, but they're going to concede. So it's how many goals can can they get out of the offense? And it's like, it's almost like Liverpool a couple of years ago before they kind of got Van Dyke and, and figured it out where they were always winning games like 4 2, or, 3 2, yeah, 4 yeah, yeah, 3. Yeah. So the goals it's are there. It's balance, right? It's yeah. balance between offense and defense. I think that's, we were talking about it a bit earlier when we were talking about West Ham's defense and the amount of chances you guys give away. It's, 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 quite striking compared to what you have going forward. Well, we, we haven't been defensively minded since Sam, Sam Allardyce. Yeah. Um, you know, Thankfully. Yeah. <laughs> Let's we, be honest. We're quite glad of that as well, you know, but... Um, yeah, but that's a fair shout for sure. You, you won't see a game with West Ham going up 1-0 and then us defending for 85 minutes and we yeah. shut it out. That's not going to happen. Yeah. No. That's not how you function, yeah. That's also but, why we lost 4-0 at sea or 5-0 at sea yeah. on the first day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. First, you just kept, first, just kept playing the way you are going to play. First like, game yeah, at home. Open and open and on. Going to attack, right? <laughs> so... Yeah. yeah, and then another good result against Norwich. Would you mm-hmm. say you were you played better in that game? Yes, <laughs> uh, yeah. The, the, perform- <laughs> yes, <I would. laughs> the performances have got better as yeah. the games have gone on. Like hundred percent, certainly. The I think, I think it's better. probably the best performance we've seen at London Stadium. Yeah. Oh, like ever you would say? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. cool. Yeah. Really? I I the second half was was superb. A little bit of a, a little bit of a off the cuff question about the London Stadium. Have you guys been? Yeah. Yeah. What are your thoughts? Have you have you been? I, I haven't. No. Okay. I haven't been. So you haven't. Um, you haven't. You haven't. I think I was in a privileged position uh, that I, I heard all the the furore and bullshit around it before course, I, before I went over. Yeah. Um. So I'd heard. Oh, it's it's fucking awful. It's shit. It's terrible. We need to leave. We need to go back. It's what everyone says, isn't it? <laughs> but then I, I went there, and it wasn't that bad. Like it's not as good as the bowling by far. It's nowhere yeah, near. I've been it, to the bowling ground, by the yeah. way. Oh, good. Yeah, <laughs> I went. I went for my fortieth birthday uh, um, when Pochettino's first season when Eric Dyer scored. Oh, right. was that the first game of the season? Yeah, oh, that, that was my first. Oh, was that the bowling? That was a, that was the it first was the last season at the bowling ground yeah. that you guys were. Yeah, yeah, that was my first game as a Toronto Hammer. I think. Oh no, that game. Nice. So anyway, so Maybe. sorry, I didn't mean to like bring it back to my enjoyment. <laughs> oh, he fucking did. <laughs> totally did. So, so, uh, so, what's it like there, atmosphere-wise? I know you guys are like pretty far away from the pitch. Like it, that must be a bit of a struggle. It is pretty far away from the pitch. Yeah, but depending it, on where it, you're sitting, obviously. it's not a. It's, it's still not the worst right. um, view. Um, but you're not on top of it like you were yeah, when you like, are at a lot of yeah, grounds. Which, well, especially is, the Bond was like very much. On yeah, time. it was one of those I old think, school think, uh, English stadiums. It right? kind of reminded me of the Emirates on Sunday. Well done, sir. I love that. <laughs> you know, you know, the Emirates is one of these places that the if Arsenal are doing well, you know, that yeah, place is pumping. But 
Yeah. If Arsenal are playing mediocre, then it's quiet. It's quiet as much. Yeah. Yeah. It's the same with the, the London Stadium. Yeah. My, yeah. my cousin was there at the weekend. He's a season ticket holder, and he was telling me that you know the atmosphere was he hadn't seen it or heard it for since the bowling. Okay. Mm-hmm. Nice. But, that's great. But that's because how well they're playing, and you know. Yeah, it, do, it does matter, right? Like that's oh, yeah. when it comes down to it. Like if your club, if your club's playing well, yeah. the atmosphere is going to be good in whatever place they're playing at. Yeah. You know, yeah. Whether you're away at home or away. You know, there, there's no there's no getting away from it. There's still a it's still an athletic stadium. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. You know, it's got it's got an atmosphere to it. There's noise. It's you know it's yeah. not it's a big well, it's relative. But what's the capacity? Is it around there? Yeah, so I mean, there's, you know, you're getting a lot of people in that ground, and if it's filled up, if you've, you know, if you're filling it, then it's going to be well, there's going to be some atmosphere. Yeah. We had a couple of members of our of our supporters club who uh, were season ticket holders for the first season, and then, oh. then just you know, they flew back quite regularly to the UK for for games, and then just decided, yeah, really, well, this, yeah, it's not mm. they just really, could, yeah, just, you just because of the atmosphere. Did you guys see yourself stadium? moving? Do you think, but like, like building a new one, or what? What do you think was going to happen? No, 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 no. I think the only way that because you're just renting, you're just renting yeah, it yeah. right now. The right? only way they do it if they could buy it off the current yeah. owners or the current owners go bust and we get an option to buy it. But right, right. And right. then they could do something, they, so you know, bring it closer to this. To yeah, the pitch, change, the, change the structure of the stadium yeah. a little bit. Yeah. It's going to so, take a lot of money to do. So having said all that, you get two your last two games, two wins. What what I want to know is what are your thoughts on your manager Manuel Pellegrini, attacking manager? What do you think? I really like him. I f- I think he's great. Like. I mean, he's a he's a Premier League winner. Yeah, I mean, like, you've got a, you've got a winner in that as a manager. Right? I don't. Which think, you, I don't know that you've had like a, a no. Billich, uh well, no. as a manager wasn't a winner, but he's won no. as a player. I loved his post game interviews though. Let he me was tell fun you. to watch. Yeah, <laughs> for the rest of us. <laughs> but, what, but yeah, what do you think? So what do you, what Pellegrini? Tell us what do you, what you got thought, the guys' thoughts on that. I like Pellegrini. I think he's a he's a real football manager. He knows the game inside he out. Does, yeah. he, he employs his staff that know players that. Won't, wouldn't even be on our radar. He's I mean, also really well him. respected, I would think, in the yeah. dressing room. It feels like the players play for him. Like when I watch, mm. he, he has a system that he wants to do and you watch the players play and they seem to understand what it is that, that he wants them to do. He's very adaptable as yeah. well. So but, if, yeah, if it's not working for him, he'll change it yeah, half time and you'll yeah. see a different system. Yeah, he's a smart um, smart manager. He's very yeah. intellectual about how he, he plays He seems quite calm as well, but he, you can tell he's got some sort of passion and emotion about yeah. it. He yeah. seems to be really sort of engaged with in the moment, shall I say, but um, probably yeah. the best manager West Ham has had in a long time. Would you say? I think it's tough to say. It's too like early. When, it, when it comes to since John Lyle, yeah, yeah, for in me. my lifetime, yeah, yeah. For so me. it's been a while. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. I thought Billich was like reasonably good for a period, and then he lost. So, the, he so, lost tell, so tell us why. You I, love, I love, I love his hey? reaction. Like, so you didn't react as you weren't as like cringy as he was, but <laughs> Rob, Rob hates Billich so much. But what, what did you hate? Or I don't want to say you hate it. I want to speak for you. But what did you not like about this? Is another bone of, bone of contention amongst our group. We have quite quite heated debates about this. Um, Billich for me was another case of why you shouldn't ever have your heroes managing your club. Right, which is you know again with the only and the and the yeah, like Lampard point. You're Lampard, not wrong. Lampard situation, yeah, um, and and it can end up being like you know. We're worse for the club than it might benefit, depending on how it. Yeah, great players. Should, great players should stay as great he, players. He did really well in that first yeah. season, though. Oh yeah, he was and a, then he shit. Oh, the don't bag. get me wrong. That season <laughs> was season amazing. We, we loved amazing. the first season. Yeah. That's what season was, uh, last season of the bowling. Wasn't yeah, 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 yeah. And it was awesome. We had some Despite great memories, great the Spurs times. In the first game of you yeah, pumped us, I think, it. your last game there. I'll tell you that. I remember that one. Yeah. I think we were up 2-1, and I think you ended up winning 3-2. Yeah. Remember, I wanted to break a, my TV. He was a breath of fresh air when he came to the club. Yeah. Um, and he, a lot he, of great he, results. He was also but. really good with the media. He was entertaining. You know, like yeah. He had this sort of uh, 
For, from a, from an outside perspective, yeah, yeah. Oh, for, I loved him. I loved his interviews. I loved his interviews. He was so he was so um, animated, char- animated, charismatic. We used to we used to laugh, laugh about it because we go down the pub in some of those earlier kickoffs of seven thirty games. Bilic would look like how we all felt. You know, we're all hangover to fuck. <laughs> oh, yeah. And Bilic, Bilic also looked like he he'd did, been out he did, for the last he? three days. Well, he on the like <laughs> 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 kind of, he's one of us, you know. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. yeah and I think that was it, right? It had you, He had that connection to the fans that it was like, hey, he's one of us. He he played for the for the team and he liked the team. He liked mm. the the culture of West Ham and he, he felt like he was a part of it. And it seemed like things were going, like Payette was on the team at the time yeah. as well. I think... All of those things were like seemingly in very good place, right? Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. I, I think Payet was probably the reason we had a good season. It, yeah. it might have been in, it might it might have been in spite of Billich. Billich was a good like man manager, yeah. or, but um, tactically, I don't think he was all there. And I think Payet probably covered a lot of holes. That, he, he, yeah, um, he did. He, yeah. he was one of the better players in the league at the time. If you look oh, at Billich's yeah. managerial career, I think you'll see that you know he, wherever he goes, his first season is always really, really good, mm. really entertaining, great results. But then after that, people really find out. You know what he's about. He doesn't. He doesn't hold. Yeah. He doesn't have much. For, for he doesn't have much of a a plan B, does he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Found. He's like, we're gonna do this. It's gonna be great. Everybody believe me, and they all do. And then it's like it works really well for a bit, and then all of a sudden shit goes wrong. And he's like, I don't know what to do. Didn't he go? And I'm not sure if it was La Liga or if it was the French League. He went somewhere after that and got sacked fairly quickly. Yeah, I think that's accurate. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I can't remember, remember where it was, but yeah. Yeah, he went there, and I, I think he was maybe two or three months in, and he got sacked, and everyone was like, Billich just, just does not know how to manage. Yeah. Yeah. But going back to Pellegrini, I mean, yeah, he won a title. He had a great team with City. He seems to know the game, and he seems to know how to man-manage and in-game manage. My question is, what, like, and maybe not, not necessarily January, because I don't think it's fair. We talk about January all the time, and not a lot really does happen. But, like, let's just say you have a good season and you finish, and, you know, I think, you know, let's say you finish seventh. How much money does he get in the summer to reinforce the defense or other parts of the squad? Depends how well um, Anderson and Haller play. Yeah. And, 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 and what, it, right? and what like, team's going to buy him in next summer? Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> <laughs> how much can we sell our best players for? Yeah. To get our other best players in again. <laughs> yeah. To keep our players. That, that's the yeah. cycle, right? Yeah. 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 And That's I think it's still, it's still, it's still a catch twenty two, you know. So it depends on how well they do. You know, yeah, the, the, old, the owners are, are fairly old. Mm-hmm. Uh, they'll throw as much money as they need to do if we can push. For Karen that. Brady is it that she's in, she's she's, a, a, she's a chairman. Chairman. She doesn't right? really, she doesn't really invest old. the money though, does she? She's hilarious. No, no. It's not the purse. Yeah. No, she but, makes um, me laugh that one. She makes <laughs> us all laugh, don't we? <laughs> yeah. I'm glad. Well, we're all big fans of her daughter in the Toronto. And if you haven't checked out Adora's Instagram, it is. Uh, so here's the big thing oh, we want to know. She's half Canadian. Is she actually? Yeah. yeah. Paul Pesky Salido's oh, dad. That's, that's embarrassing. <laughs> Paul Pesky Salido's her dad. Yeah. Oh, he Not, was a good yeah. player. Well. Yeah. That's funny. He was, he was, he was Canadian football. Son, son. One of a bitch. One of the better ones. <laughs> the one thing we want to know: who is your? And, and you could do it together. You can do it individually. Who is West Ham's best eleven starting from the back? This is who you played last game. Does this line up with what you think right now? This is what we want to know. Who is your best team right now? For your next game, who are you starting? I still like Balbuena. And let's start out right from the keeper all the way up. Yeah, yeah. Let's start with a keeper then, yep. Um, Fabianski's got to be the number one. Totally. He's got to be, I'm sure Rob agrees with that. Yeah, we've got no other option really. No, David Martin. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um... Yeah, I'd 
Fredericks, he can be caught out of the back, but he's pacey and that. So I'd probably put him above Zabaleta at right yep. back. I did like Zabaleta. When he was a little bit younger, he was a phenomenal right back. I think Zabaleta's a better defender. Yeah, for sure. Fredericks. For, definitely. But Fredericks yeah. gives you another option in terms of getting down that wing. Yeah. Cresswell's Premier League proven too, though. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's a solid left yep. back. Is he can deliver a good ball every now and again. Cresswell's suffered from form, though, the last two seasons. He's not been as good as he was in his first season. He got the England cap and then he's kind of yeah. went off the boil a little bit. The other they West Ham jinx. Do you, yeah. you get we get one England cap and then... You <laughs> Is that just, a real thing? Yeah, your form goes... <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. But, um, yeah, he, he started captain against Man City and then they, they just dropped him from the entire squad. Seriously? Yeah, yeah and it's like, well, okay then. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Masawaku has come in and he's done real well. He's Yeah, he's, he's he was really good well. against uh, Norwich. And he forms up with Anderson really nicely. Mm-hmm. And he overlaps and... Yep. Helps out. And the boys in the middle. What do we think? As I say, I I, I like Balbuena. Um, yeah. I'd probably put him over Ogbonna um, with Diop at the back. Um, but this is the winning team at the moment, so mm. maybe keep Ogbonna. If if we're talking about best eleven to start the next game, I'd probably keep Ogbonna in there yeah. because that's the form. The form. form matters, right? But um, Balbuena, I'd probably put in there. Well, how good him. is Diop? Or how or, or how shade is he? I mean, potentially great. I know. Um, Potential is everything. Yeah, he's I think still if young. you'd come in with sixty million for him, we, we now would have we'd yeah. bite your hand off now. Yeah, I know. You'd be like, no, yeah. We don't want that. yeah. There were there were talks about it in the summer, wasn't there? Yeah, yeah. I think was it Arsenal offered like forty million or something, and we said no, sixty, and they said no. Arsenal, Arsenal like everybody, everybody though. Let's be honest. Like, yeah. oh. He was linked with United too. Yeah. Which was so they got, they got Louise instead. <laughs> anyway, yeah, which is also <laughs> amazing. <laughs> but I think I agree with Dan on Bonner and Balbuena. I like Balbuena. He's my type of player. He's solid. He's strong. Um, but he's coming to the season. Looks like he's still on the beach. He's not really. Doesn't look match fit to me. Bonner, I don't really rate. But he's doing a good job and he's he's in a winning side. So let him play. I think Balbuena might be having a bit of a hangover from Copa America, and maybe yeah. that's why he's not playing. So maybe he's getting a couple of weeks rest before uh, international back break in. Will help if he's not, if he's well, not unless playing. he's going back again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's not playing. That's why I said that. Like, yeah, because yeah. he might be if he is. Then, yeah. yeah, you're, you're fucked. <laughs> yep. yep. And then the midfield. Midfield Rice in front. Yep. How good is Declan Rice? We haven't even talked about him enough here. It's um, a West, West Ham pod, and we haven't talked about enough about yeah, Declan Rice. Let the, let scary right good. Now. He's had a quiet start this season. Yeah, but he hasn't done anything wrong. Um, no, you see, he's still he's a solid player. Solid yeah. player. But he plays in that role where you're not meant to see him. Really, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. But that he sometimes me, is a good thing. He, of course, mm. he reminds me, and I'm, I'm it's just a bit of a Spurs reference, but he reminds me a bit of a Harry Winks in that. He does a lot that you don't necessarily know See, that he's doing, yeah, yeah. but he's yeah. doing it really well, and it affects how the team plays. And I think he's going, he's, he's, he's going more he's noticed. Ever. He's more going unnoticed this season because the other five are doing a lot more yeah. than they did yeah, last yeah. season. He's, he's not doing quite, everything yeah. rather than you know. He's a cog in the wheel. More yeah, you're than seeing is. Anderson going forward. You're seeing Yarmolenko yeah. involved. Yeah, Anzini yeah, getting sure. back to some form. That's good for you guys. That's what you want. I mean, you want it through the team rather than just a player who's affecting everything. Right? Is he the one that's going to be the hardest to hold on to? Absolutely. Yeah. I think so. I would agree. He's yeah, young yeah, yeah. and he's got ability. Yeah. If, if we get another two seasons out of him. And he's English. And he's English. Yeah. When you get the English yeah, tax, yeah. we've yeah. seen that with Maguire. If we get another two seasons out of him, we've had a... Week, oh, yeah. Huge yeah. For sure. I was yeah. surprised he's... I'm, I was shocked he kept uh, him. Yeah. I'm, I'm somewhat yeah. surprised he's still there. Um, like, I think a lot of the higher teams, like the top four teams, 
probably could do with him in their side. Yeah. Man United totally. could do with him you, in their side. I would Arsenal take him immediately. Maybe do with yeah. him in their side. But you know oh, they what? could I, definitely I, take him. I don't yeah. think he's, he's, had, he's not had his head turned yet, has he? You look at him every how, game. How old is he now? He's only a 20. He's young, right? He's got a long mm. uh, trajectory. That, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's just he's good already. Yeah. He's got yeah. a long way to go. He seems to have this real sort of naive love for the club at the moment, which was yeah. really refreshing. <laughs> you must you know, love that. We'll grind it out eventually. You know, you yeah. see him at the end of every game. If we've won a game, he's celebrating like we've won the World Cup. you got to love that, though. I love it. We do. You know, that's what That's why you support a club. Like Those are the players that you care about. Those are the ones you're like... I fucking love that guy. Yeah, I don't. You know, what I'm saying, I don't <laughs> think he's, had, he's not had his head turned yet by money or an agent saying he will oh, go. To, yeah, he mm. will. But go for to now, Man City, enjoy go the to shit Man United, <laughs> do whatever. You know, if yeah, he yeah. stays on the moment. trajectory that we all think that he's on, I mean, it'll inevitably happen. But I think it's a good shout. If you get another two good seasons out of him, it's not that bad, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah it's I fantastic. mean, it means it means your football team's playing well, and then the whole thing is just developing else. But but going from him, I think you got to go into the other guy who's a guy I really respect in the league, and he, he's played there forever. Mark Noble. Yeah. Like, yeah, I mean, he's your club captain, right? Yeah. yeah. What more can you say about the guy? He's like, class. You, yeah. yeah, yeah. What Mark Noble brings to a football club is what every football club wants. In exactly. He... He in he is just everything. Like yeah. He just puts the amount of effort and will he he's, puts into a game. Despite being like he's a good player. He's a good player. He's not brilliant. He's not yeah. sexy. He doesn't do a no. bunch of like cool things with the ball and you're like, Oh my god, he's so he's so good in, at this and that. His energy and his his passion for what in in every game. In every game. Like I've rarely seen Mark Noble come to a game and be like yeah, I'm not, I don't feel like playing today. Like probably, he pretty much shows yeah. up in every game and just fucking wants to destroy. He's probably one of the most <laughs> underrated players in the world. Yeah. I, I would agree with I that. I would agree. And I think he's, he's incredibly right. good. I don't think there, he's the type of player that other teams would want because he's so West Ham. Yeah. He just, like, you guys are lucky to have a player like that. I think any club who has a player like that who who exudes yeah. the, the club culture and will play for the shirt and the, the badge every fucking game. Yeah, you you like hit the nail he, on the head there with the word culture. He yeah. lives in the ethos of he West Ham. He understands what know, West Ham means and how what, how you guys appreciate the, the the club. And you can tell he doesn't like players coming in that, that take the piss out of the That's club. That's right. You know, no, he in, yeah. in fact, yeah. he would be, be the like, same mindset as you him. don't fucking do that. He'll yeah. call yeah. him out. He'll point it out. Be like, that's not how we do at West Ham. Mm-hmm. You, having a player like that in any club, and you, you're just, you're lucky. You're but very, very I think the word, you know, I think the word we said we discussed this before. I think the word legend is banded about in football terms quite easily these days. Mm. Um, we've we've had this at West Ham, you know, we discussed before. Is Carlos Tevez a legend at West Ham? Sure, sure. Not for me. He played no, one season. He held, held us up. He was He's very good, and he became a legend elsewhere. But he your was leg- your legendary club of someone like your Billy Bonds, your Bobby Moore, Trevor Brooking. Mark Noble falls into that category. He's played over 450 games at the club. Yeah, He's absolutely. been with it since a boy. He still yeah. starts every game. He bleeds West Ham. You know, yeah, yeah. If you want to talk about a legend, there's a legend. I, I mean, agree. I think that's a great show. And I think you nailed it on that earlier, and we didn't really go into it. He really is underrated. Like, mm-hmm. and, and you were saying he's not a great player. You put him on an Arsenal or even a Spurs, he's, he doesn't often put a foot wrong. And, and it's not just his effort level and his ability. His at every, he is what I would call a proper professional footballer. Yeah. And he and he wears the badge on his heart. He plays at the highest level he knows how to play he, at. He and, gets, and he doesn't get talked about enough. No, he doesn't. And he gets a lot That's of stick. That's what makes him great, though. Yeah, he gets, a, he gets a lot of stick from our own fans. You know, you say, oh, what are you doing, Noble? You're too slow. You're, you know, you're always late on the challenge. But you miss him when he's not there. You know, and, and we noticed that against Brighton. You know, we had no oh, yeah, bite yeah, in midfield. Yeah. 
You know, he we, creates we an atmosphere for the rest of the team. Yeah, we were right? I think when you have guy. a, I don't know if you guys play football or if you've played football, but you, uh, if you have, you know when you that you have a certain type of player who you play with, who affects how you play, yeah. who makes you try harder, who makes you, uh, you know, get stuck in, get into that, get into that ball, like make a little bit more effort than you normally would because that guy has been doing it the entire fucking game, and yeah. he he just takes everybody up a level. That's why I mean about Noble not necessarily being like the most skilled player, but he makes everybody else around him play higher at a higher level because of how much he cares. That in any football team for me is more important than almost always, unless the player is like a really really high level skill wise, the most yeah. important player in your team. And and I think that's what you get out of Dan, out of a, a player like Dan that. Dan mentioned it earlier as well. Is what what he does well is if you look at someone like Declan Rice, Declan Rice will win the ball in front of the defense, give the ball to Mark Noble. Mark Noble will then give it to somebody. He doesn't dick around with it. He doesn't dilly-dally on the ball. He he, the best, he, the best so if he sees Lanzini open, give the ball Lanzini. He Let gets Lanzini rid of make the, yeah. do the good things. So, and, that's, and a player in it's that position, your job is to transition from defense yeah. midfield to offense, and he does that so well. And then when we talk about him being underrated, that's what I mean. His transition play is phenomenal. Yeah, he's not the fastest guy. He's not the quickest. He's and, and let's be. And I'm not 100 percent certain. He's an older gentleman. Like, is he? Is he what? 34. 34. 30, yeah, he's yeah. To play at the level he's playing at yeah. still yeah. is impressive. He covers a lot of ground. So he's for me. He's kind of like the the backbone of the team, so to speak. Well, you know, you see it when he came in against Watford. You know, he was uh, just changed the game. Yeah, it was almost like we'd signed a new player because he was bang up for it from oh, the start. Yeah. yeah, we got the penalty. He banged it in. And then after that, he was flying. You know. All right, so let's really move. Won. Let's move on to the uh, the forwards, and then we'll. Uh... It's not really forwards. It's more kind of like the attacking midfielder, oh. so to speak. Yeah, I guess I mean, forward thinking. Yeah, yeah. but um, what what do you think? What do you think with the? I mean, this is the last game that they had out yeah. there. I mean, you don't have Michael Antonio. Okay, let's just start there. Would you have Michael Antonio in your starting lineup? The, in our best lineup. Probably not, but I think against some teams you need that type of player in there. Like, yeah, someone that's going to put themselves about more, maybe work a bit harder, um, like better better than Yarmolenko. Yeah, yeah. Whereas he might be more flashy going forward, be better at keeping the ball, um, actually keep the ball, um, and, and pass to one of our own players. Um, like, you, I would probably go with these three as them next three that yeah, we played yeah. so uh, Anderson Lanzini Yarmolenko that would probably be my th- next three um, there um, and then Heller up top obviously and then Heller up top yeah, yeah. But let's talk about these guys because here's a question I always wonder because I watch them all the time and I'm like I can't decide if he's a really good player I can't decide if he's inconsistent you? Sorry, go ahead. and I can't decide if he's not good tell me what who is Lanzini what kind of player is he? Sometimes I watch him like, Jesus, you're brilliant. I And then other times I watch him disappears. Mm. I can't figure him out. So you guys watch him week in, week out. What's his deal? Well, that's just mid-table Premier League players, isn't it? Like, is is when he's on, he is really great. Really and I, th- I think this season he's looking like he's come back from the... He had injuries last yeah, season. Yeah, he was, he was uh, out for a while. Wasn't yeah, he? yeah. So I, I think this season he's looking better. He's looking sharper and he could push on and be more consistent this year, I think. Um, but yeah, as with probably all, all of these, well, any player at West Ham, um, there's going to be weeks when they look great when the team plays well. They I think look it depends great. depends on who you're playing a lot of the time, right? Because it's about, it's about 
the setup that you have and whether or not you're able to do the things that the manager is asking the players to do. Yeah. Uh, for me, a player like that, he he requires a bit of service. He requires a bit of like guile and like how mm-hmm. the ball gets to him and then how he distributes it. If you play it against a team that recognizes that and then and discounts it and understands how to how to like make him irrelevant, um, he becomes irrelevant. But doesn't mean that he isn't. Uh, very very good player. I just think because, like you said, like if you're a mid table team, you don't necessarily have the quality around them, and you play a team that is maybe a bit higher level. He may he might become you know less you know useful because of that. But he play, might play against another team who's like he oh I'm going to have some freedom here because I'm going to see the ball. I'm going to be able to distribute. I'm going to be able to create. I'm going to be able to do that sort of number ten kind of uh, you know see the see the see the right pass at the right at the right moment to to get those those uh, the you know, the goals that you need against the teams that are maybe around you more than the teams that are above you. And then, or, or, or if the teams that are below you, you have a bit more freedom, but um, I think he, I think he's a, I think he's a very good player. I like watching him play when yeah. he's got the ball at his foot. Yeah. But I just, Tribute sometimes I watch yeah. him and he looks like he's running the show and then other games, he's just, and I, and I think that's what I was just saying. Yeah. I think that the yeah. running the show is when he has the ability to run the show because the, mm-hmm. there's a bit more space and a bit more freedom to do that. And I think that that comes with certain games that you're playing and you know, like, He's going to have this space in this game. Yeah. In other games, you like he's going to be just shut out because he's going to be playing against, you know, Fabinho or you know, yeah. like a, a defensive midfielder who's going to be like, you're not going to touch the ball. I don't I'm know. Just he, make sure you're not touching the ball. And that happens yeah. with the bigger sides, right? So he might get, he might get like. So know, do either you think he can elevate irrelevant. to to that level consistently? Well, yeah, because I think. Um, now we have actually got quality players around him. Yeah, uh, I would agree. You can't. You can't. Mark just Mark Lanzini because yeah. then Anderson's free. And I think that's the thing. Or Yarmolenko's free, yeah, yeah, yeah. or Antonio, or yeah. Fornells, or Wilshire. Yeah, because the quality has increased yeah. across the board, yeah. he's no longer the go-to. Exactly. So yeah. that you can mark him out of the game and change the way West Ham play, yeah. or you can mark him out of the game and then there's another guy who's open now. Exactly. And so that's yeah. that's where I think what again I think what I've uh, said about your transfer business, I think that you now have a side that has has the ability to kind of do that to. to to cause teams other teams into different places yeah. because there's quality in a, different, in a lot of positions rather than just focused in you know that a midfield or a ten or you know whatever whatever position. I think I think that's it's a major difference yeah. from mm-hmm. from where you guys have been before, and, and you know it's a good shout to consider that you might finish in a, in a higher position because of that. And before we get into the middle, I mean, let's just kind of get it out of the way because I mean I think it's obvious, but I, I mean you guys are here. We want to get your opinion. Felipe Anderson, your best player. On his day, when he's on fire. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I was gonna say, my biggest problem with him is that when he's on, he's fucking on. When he's not, he's fucking terrible. Yeah. Like he gives the ball away if he's not if he's not feeling good or if he's not playing well. On the move, he'll give the ball away. He'll kind of like flippantly run at a guy and just be like, <laughs> "But was he not your best player last season? He he was one of your best players. I would agree. Yeah, but offensive yeah. maybe. I mean, like your best offense, your best attacking player. But he's yeah. inconsistent. Yeah, but I still say he's probably more consistent than anybody else they have. Having said that, we just talked about uh, the players around him. Yeah. Arguably, he'll improve because of the thing we just talked about. Having better players around him, maybe that consistency will come into play because of it. You know, because he'll realize, oh, I've got other guys who can go, I can give the ball to, Mm -hmm. who, you know, like if it's a triangle or if it's a, you know, certain type of situation that needs to happen to to progress the ball forward in in the final third. He he isn't trying to do it himself. He's got other people that he can give the ball to yeah. that he feels like will give it back or will do the right thing with the ball because it's the right it's the right decision to make. But I think these guys he's a quality got, player though. These guys have got freedom now. Certainly with obviously Noble and Rice holding that midfield. Totally. But 
the only criticism that that Anderson gets is that obviously that he doesn't track back enough, and, and he's never going to. Right? Going to. No, 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 no. But he's kind of turning. You saw that, and this is what happened against Watford. Um, I think when Watford scored their goal, you know, the, the camera panned around to Noble, and he was absolutely giving Anderson, Lanzini, Yarmolenko, um, I can't remember who else was, uh, Haller, absolutely yeah. bollocking because they were just stood there in the you know the yeah. top out of the pitch, not. None of them tracking back. Yeah. And he just went off his nuts at them. Did it make uh, a difference? Uh, I think he certainly did. I think in the Norwich game, we were kind of on the front foot for most of the game. So perhaps his attitude changed a little bit too. Because, I mean, I think that's the thing. You bring a player like that in for uh, Felipe Innison, obviously very, has a huge amount of quality. His ability on the ball, his, cre- his creative ability to, to, to do something uh, in that final third that you guys hadn't had arguably since uh what's his name Dimitri Payet Dimitri Payet left and he he's also coming from a from a similar similar position from the left side and in he, yeah. he yeah. he's almost like replacing that but I, Payet's quality was obviously a little well, I don't know about that he's more direct like kind of like in that sure, winger so, with speed so, sure and I would agree but they come they're coming from the same place right I think Payet did things differently but I think what he's doing uh if he does it well and he has people around him that the the rest of the team will adjust and they'll be, they'll become better going forward. Yeah, I think he was a more rounded player than Payet was. I, I think Payet, Payet had skill levels, and you know we saw him put a dead ball in the top corner on several occasions. Um, Anderson can beat players on his own, but he's a good distributor as well. So, see, here's what I see, and again, it's not about us; it's about you guys. I think it's going to be the relationship with Haller, and then and then again, we kind of bring it back to Yarmolenko because we know Anderson's going to start, we know Haller's going to start. So you had another major signing in the summer as well as Jack Wilshire. So do you see either of them getting into this, you know, I don't I don't even want to call it like a front four in the attacking line, or do you see this as your group moving forward? I think you're going to see a lot of changes. I think it's, yeah. he's going to mix it up quite regularly. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's, have, that's you, been his way generally. I feel like yeah. you have the depth yeah. to do it now, though, yeah. like in a way that you probably hadn't before. And I think yeah. a lot of it will come down to who we're playing. Yeah, yeah, yeah of course, yeah, and yeah. it should. I mean, you, it's tactics, right? Yeah, you you sure. have to determine, like, we're against this team, and we have mm-hmm. to recognize that they have this, yeah. and we're going to play these players. Yeah, for so someone like Liverpool away, we might go more defensively minded, bring Wilshire in from Yarmolenko or one of the others, and then. Yeah. But if we're sure. playing someone like, I don't know, Palace at home, all out attack. Yeah, no, totally. Yeah, absolutely. Might so. Cool. Well, we all we all talked. We already talked about Heller, right? So we know that he's up top. He's the one I think. I, mean, I don't know. Let's let's kind of oh, finish off with this. He's the guy, kind of we're we're putting all the hope into, right? If he can keep putting the ball in the back of the oh, net, oh yeah, for sure. And he looks like a player. Like, it's gonna. Oh be yeah, that, he looks right? good. Like, seems, he looks like a goal scorer, yeah. which is what they need, right? Yeah. Especially with the Anderson. And a goal scorer in a way that I think that I don't think West Ham have had in a long time. Like I don't think you've had a player that scores the type. Who's of the last goals. one? Who, who's the last one who's banged in a ton for you? <laughs> Well, I mean, our, our go back our, a few years. Our, I mean, Arnautovic, yeah. I would say bang nope, in the time. No, nope, you would not put him in that category. I wouldn't, but he, met, but he was, but he was a good goal mm. scorer for them for a period of time. When's the last time you had fifteen league goals? Yeah, he's very, he's very different, um, different kind of striker. But to me, he's kind of like a little bit like Tony Cotty. Um, in terms of oh man, that's poaching. a way back playback. Yeah, we're going totally all the way back to the early nineties. Old, old that's the last time we had a good striker. <laughs> that's a good show. The early nineties. I haven't heard that name in a while. It's <laughs> <laughs> when I was reading Shoot Magazine. <laughs> yeah, there you go. There you go. Well, well, well Yeah, I think we've come to the end of the pod, fellas. But I, I want to say it's been a pleasure. Yeah. you guys on here. You guys have been a, you guys have been really really good. 
Uh, we'll definitely have you back again. Uh, I want to say good luck. Uh, I'm not going to say good luck, but go ahead and say <laughs> No, I, I will, but I think the biggest thing we want to know before you guys do, well, well before we kind of finish off here, if somebody wants to to join the Toronto Hammers oh, yeah, with social sure. media, I know they can go to the dog and bear and meet you guys, but, if they, your, uh, but what if they want to interact? How do they get a hold of you on social media? Uh at the Toronto Hammers, or oh. not not the Toronto Hammers, just at Toronto Hammers, rather. Okay. Uh, and that's Twitter, is that Twitter, Twitter Facebook? Facebook, Instagram. Beautiful. Um, yeah. Nice. Awesome. Toronto Hammers is a gay nightclub. Whoa! <laughs> Brian's been there a bunch of times. Oh, yeah, it's my favorite place to go, fellas. <laughs> well, from all of us, thank you so much yeah, for coming. Honestly, it's guys, been great. It's been a pleasure. We will, we'd love to have you back. You do well, a wonderful job. And we'll, we'll do, well, maybe we'll do a special where. But also, what, what? we've been doing lately, and I think we've got to do it. Let's go over the dog and bear and enjoy a game with them. Oh, absolutely! Sure. If you'll have yes. one. come on over. Yeah, yeah we've been yeah. doing that with uh, all the clubs, sports yeah. clubs we've had on. We'd be like, we're going to come over and, and, and watch a game with you. That'd be uh, great. Maybe it'd be Spurs, Spurs West Ham. Oh shit! Well, they're playing United uh, soon, be a, so be a DVD, I think uh, I'm going to make sure. that one work. Um, if the TV fucks 